1380 and FM 95.3. is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. Okay. We move to the first week of the high school football postseason. Tonight, a 4A district crossover game. It's a number one seed, Lake Stevens Vikings from the Western Conference hosting the 22nd seed, Bethel Bison out of the South Puget Sound League. High school football playoff action on KRKO 1380 AM and FM 95.3. Streaming live on KRKO.com and available everywhere. The KRKO app is presented tonight by Northwest Plus Credit Union, Marysville Toyota, Everett Engineering, the Snohomish County PUD, Glass by Lund, the Lake Stevens, Ace Hardware Store, and by GSR Rental in Monroe. Uh, hello, everybody. Tom Lafferty alongside former Jackson High School football coach Joel Vincent, Amp Harrell, is on the sidelines this evening. Steve Willits is on assignment. Well, actually, Steve has gone to the Oregon State-Washington Husky game tonight in Seattle. A reminder, if you're looking for Everett Silvertips hockey, well, they're already underway in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. That game broadcast just up the dial on our sister station, Classic Country, KXA 1520 AM and FM 101. That game is already underway with Saskatchewan in the Mountain Time Zone. Silvertips are in Prince Albert tomorrow night as their Eastern Conference road trip concludes again. Silvertips, Saskatoon on Classic Country KXA going on right now. Coming up on this playoff edition of the West Coast Tonight pregame show, we'll hear from both head coaches, Tom Try of Lake Stevens and with first-year head coach Fred Tremaine of the Bethel Bison. We'll also run down the schedule for this weekend of high school playoff football. We'll get the thoughts of Joel Vincent on tonight's game and the state of West Coast football 10 weeks here into the season. Well, the first question you might be asking is, well, actually the first two questions are, where is Bethel and... I don't remember that they were the bison. The answer to question number one is Bethel, the first high school in the Bethel School District down in Spanaway, located about a quarter mile east of the east side of Joint Base Lewis-McCord Military Base. Other two schools are Spanaway Lake and, you remember, Graham Kapowson. They beat Lake Stevens in the state football championship game 11 months ago. The other answer is, indeed, until a year ago, Bethel was the Braves. Well, that name wasn't going to work anymore, so they chose to go with the bison. Thank you, North Dakota State. Fred Tremaine is the first-year head coach of the Braves. What a welcome to the playoffs, playing one of the top-ranked teams in the 4A level. Here's another connection to Snohomish County. The previous head coach was former Kamiak quarterback Mark Iddens, who was coached for the previous eight season before resigning a year ago. There was an interim coach, and now Iddens is back teaching at the Muckleteal School District back home. Bethel 4-5 and five this year, winning against teams below them in the South Puget Sound League standings and losing to the teams above them. Those teams are... Graham Kapowson, Puyallup, Sumner, Rogers of Puyallup, and Curtis, playoff teams all. We'll talk about the players to watch as we get closer to kickoff. But here we are. The Vikings are ranked number one by Cascadia Preps. Lake Stevens, their 10th straight West Coast 4A championship, happened last week with their 57-17 drubbing of Lake Glacier Peak. 
the Vikings' 54-game league winning streak is still intact. It will be until next year. And for the 14th consecutive season, Lake Stevens is into the postseason. It's interesting that Lake Stevens, for the first time in a long time, aren't undefeated held into the playoffs at 7-2. and two. Only Chiawana at 8-0 and oh, is unbeaten in the four ranks. So everybody is carrying a scar or two into the playoffs. On the 3A side, Yelm, Eastside Catholic, and Lincoln of Tacoma are undefeated. The players to watch for Lake Stevens are numerous. You'll hear them all night tonight, including sophomore quarterback Colton Matson, who's grown into his own at the QB position. Notre Dame-bound Jaden Lamar in the backfield, Cassidy Bolong-Banks, and Isaac Redford catching passes. Lots of weapons at Coach Try's disposal. We're going to hear from the coach here in just a moment. Today's game brought to you by the Smoky Point Concrete, Buzz-In Steakhouse, Community Transit, the Law Office of Russell and Hill, Mike Dixon, Farmers Insurance, Screen Printing Northwest, and by Bihar's Furniture. Let's go down to down to AMP with Coach Try. Yes, we are with Coach Try. Coach, first of all, welcome back to the playoffs. Thank you. Yeah, it's always fun to be the, be ready to go this time of year. Absolutely. So uh, tell me a little bit about your quarterback coming out of a big game last week and uh, getting ready for this one tonight. Uh, Colton did a great job last week. He's a sophomore, very athletic, very talented kid. He's been working his tail off trying to get better. Uh, we've got another young quarterback, Caden uh, LaPlante, and we've been splitting a little bit of time with him this year. But uh, went with Colton last week, and he really stepped up and showed he was a big-time quarterback, and we're excited to see what he's going to do again tonight. Yep. All right, and uh, one more or two more questions for you, Coach. Uh, one, uh, what's your health look like going into the playoffs? Nobody goes in 100%, but uh, what do we need to know? Uh, it's week 10. We're a little banged up for sure that you already answered the question, but but uh, I, I like our health. I mean, we, we got our, our guys ready to go tonight, and, you know, it's football's a team game. It's next man up, and that's why you have your JV. That's why you have your scout team guys working hard all week, and they got a no scouting report as well because you never know when it's going to be their turn to get out on the field and go make plays, and that's what happens in the playoffs. Absolutely. One final question. This one goes from upstairs. Uh, what's something that they'll be able to see upstairs and tell the folks at home that if we see this, that it shows things are going well for Lake? Mm, good question. Uh, if we're throwing play action pass to one of our receivers by the second quarter for a deep ball, that means we're doing a good job of running the ball up front. All right. Any final thoughts, Coach? <laughs> Hey, it's playoff football. Can't wait to have some fun tonight and get after it. Bethel's a good team, and uh, we're just happy we're here to host them. All right. Thanks, Coach, and good luck. Thank you very much. All right. Back upstairs to you guys. Thank you very much, Amp Harrell. And Coach Joel Vincent, he answered your question. Yeah, you saw a big grin on my face. Yeah. You know, anytime you can establish the run in a big playoff game like this, it gives you those opportunities to go up top when you catch those safeties cheating down to help. And so that would be a really good indication for Lake Stevens if, if he could see that. Our pregame coaches' interviews brought to you by the Buzz-In Steakhouse. If you're looking for a great deal and a great meal, head to the Buzz-In Steakhouse. Enjoy their signature breakfast Monday through Friday till 1030. Twelve locations to serve you, including the corner of Broadway and Pacific in downtown Everett and right here in Lake Stevens. We're going to take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll hear from the coach of the Bethel Bison, Fred Tremaine. He's meeting with the officials now. He'll meet with Amp Harrell right after this timeout. 
Are you prepared to be floored with your next home remodeling project? How do new countertops sound? Or looking outside through some new window fashions? Our Abbey Van Dam showroom is filled with carpet, flooring, window treatments, and countertop solutions you won't find at the big box stores. And we'll handle everything from design to installation. During our customer appreciation event, visit our website to save hundreds of dollars. Get free standard installation on any special order of Karistan carpet. We'll come to your home and measure and provide a free estimate and consultation. Open Monday through Saturday. See all our selections online at abbyvandamcarpet.com. The local company with a big community heart and home of the satisfaction guarantee. Abby Van Dam Carpet and more in Marysville. Installing homeowner happiness since 1958. Abbey Carpet Stores, no better place to buy your floors. You'll love Abbey Carpet and Floor. Brian Berg here at the Shop of Arlington Tire Pros. It's fall driving season, which means there's more of everything on the road. More vehicles, leaves, branches, sand, rain, and school kids. It's the most important time of year for your tires, and they're all on sale. At Tire Pros, we have the biggest selection of tires that came on your vehicle, the quietest tires for your electric vehicle, the monster tires for your truck, and the budget tires for your commuter. With up to $100 rebates, six months no interest, or no credit check financing, there's no better time or place for our tires to fit your vehicle and your budget. Give us a call or look us up online at theshopofarlington.com. As long as there have been kids in baseball, there has been... And for over 40 years, Glass by Lund has been there to pick up the pieces with high-quality service and installation. But Glass by Lund is much more than windows. Mirrors, shower doors, new screens, and tabletop glass are all done with a superior selection of the leading brands. For commercial or residential service in Snohomish County, stop by Glass by Lund showroom just south of Frontier Village in Lake Stevens or online at glassbylund.com. Lake Stevens and Bethel are warming up down on the field turf here at Lake Stevens Stadium. And right now, Amp Harrell is with Fred Tremaine, first-year head coach of the Bethel Bison. Amp. Yes, sir, and uh, we are with Coach Tremaine. So, first of all, first-year head coach at Bethel. So, congratulations on a great season, and welcome to the postseason. Thank you very much. Uh, so, obviously, we don't cover a ton of, uh, of South Sound football. So, uh, uh, what do we need to know about this Bison squad, first of all? A bunch of good kids. They've been working hard all year, and they're excited to be playing. Now, I, I've got the notes in front of me, but uh, who are some players uh, that are really getting it done for you, offense and defense, that we need to watch for? Offense, uh, we have two great running backs, uh, number 28 and uh, number 5. And on defense, uh, we have a couple great linebackers and uh, a whole bunch of great linemen. Yeah, I noticed some well, – actually, I didn't notice. The boys upstairs noticed a lot of size. Uh, helping out with the run, or, or are they defensive-minded, or, or just a lot of size to go around? Both sides. Fair enough. Talking with Coach Tremaine, uh, what do we need to watch for in this game, and what are some signs that if we see him, uh, it's going to indicate a good game for Bethel? Running the ball well. That's the number one thing we want to do is run the ball well. All right. Any final thoughts, Coach? Nope. Let's uh, have a great, safe game for everybody. Absolutely. Back upstairs to you guys. Thanks, Coach. Thank you very much. Amp down there with Coach Tremaine, a man of few words. Not, not like you, Coach. Vincent, he, he's, he, you got me up here for a reason. Right? That's that's right. You, you don't mind you don't mind yakking a little bit. Uh, let's get a quick preview of the Bethel Bison from our high school football guru Ryland Spetcher of Cascadia Preps on his appearance from Monday night's edition of Prep Sports Weekly. 
Bethel team is interesting. I think they're going to be really good over the next couple of years. They're very young, especially on the offensive line, but they're also really talented. Uh, I saw them a couple of weekends ago. They, they started a senior, three sophomores, and a freshman on the offensive line. And they're all five big dudes. As a matter of fact, they all look like they're guards is what they look like. They're just thick. Uh, running back Roy Lockley the third is also a, he's a very, very talented. He's a junior. The one thing that they've kind of had a problem with this year has been quarterback. They've had some injuries. I believe they're on their third or fourth quarterback um, of the season when I saw them a couple of weeks ago. This is a team that has been improving and then had some injury problems. They're kind of shuffling some things on the offensive line. Fred Tremaine is a first-year head coach down there. He's kind of a, uh, a junior football legend in the area, so I think they're getting some of these kids maybe to continue playing football. So long-term, I think Bethel's going to be really good. I don't like this matchup for them, especially at Lake Stevens, like I said, but you do have to admit, though, of all the teams that have changed their names over the last few years, Bethel Bison might have the best ring to it. So that is Ryland Spencer from Cascadia Preps with his little preview of the Bethel Bison. So, Coach Joel Vincent, what I take from that preview is a Bethel very young team, and they're up against it tonight here, 80 miles from home. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna find out who you know where they're at as a program tonight. But uh, and it may not come out their way in the end, but um, it gives them a good measuring stick going into the offseason with all those young players and what they're gonna need to do to get better for next year. I mentioned earlier only one four A team is undefeated, Chiawana. Usually. There's two or three unbeaten teams in every classification, including Lake Stevens. I said it earlier, everybody has a scar or two coming into the postseason. Yeah, there just seems to be a little bit more parity than normal this year in the 4A. You know, we still in the 3A side have right. three, or two, three or four, I think, undefeated teams. But here on the 4A side, you're right. I think there's a little, little bit more parity this year, and uh, I think it makes for an exciting playoffs because, you know, you get down to that uh, uh, the quarters and the semis, uh, to me it means anybody can beat anybody. Let's run down the other playoff games involving our Snohomish County teams. We have, by the way, seen eight of the ten teams, and you've laid eyes on nine of the ten teams in the playoff. Good job. Well, thank you. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to get to go down and see Ferndale, obviously, down at Lumen. But, uh, yeah, I thought, I, that's I, well, kudos to you too, Tom. I mean, you put together a pretty good schedule for us this we've, year. We've enjoyed our schedule. Let's run down the three A's first. Tonight, 5 o'clock, it's already underway down at Seattle Memorial Stadium. Edmonds Woodway Warriors against one of those tough teams, O'Day fighting Irish. What do you see in that game? That's a tough draw for Woodway, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, travel down to Seattle and the O'Day territory and take on that uh, program, and it, the storied program. Um, yeah, they've got their hands full down there. I'd, I'd fully expect O'Day to kind of win that one going away. Monty Kohler's, like, slowly inching his way up to the to- top line there of all-time coaching victories. Yeah, and, you know, every year you hear it's uh, going to be Monty's last year. So, you know, time will tell. But, uh, um, yeah, he's just had it rolling down there forever. Let's talk about the game tonight at Lincoln Bowl, 7 o'clock start, along with ours, the Marysville Pilchuck Tomahawks and the Lincoln of Tacoma Abes. There's one of those undefeated teams at 9-0. and Lincoln. Yeah, once again, I think Marysville's got their hands full. Um, First-year coach, what a great job he's done uh, taking over for Coach Carson and, and getting them back to the playoffs this year because they're young too. Right. So, um, again, they're, they're, I think they have a matchup that's uh, pretty comparable to what we're going to see here tonight uh, to find out just where they're at. Snohomish Panthers, they drew the short straw. They, It's not the Bellevue team of old, but they're taking on the Bellevue Wolverines down at Bellevue tonight, also getting underway this evening at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Tough well, draw. Yeah, it's a very tough draw, but there might be more Snohomish fans there than Bellevue fans. I mean, right. it's always kind of the weird thing. Bellevue, they'll play, and they're really good, and they've been, you know, very good, very story program, but, boy, they don't get a lot of fans out for some reason. But, um, yeah, I would, I would expect Bellevue to win that one. Well, and for that matter, we saw Bellevue, too. So there's another playoff team that we saw during the regular season. Yeah, we they... saw them matched up here against Lake Stevens. That was a good game. 
Let's move on to, the, although they're in Whatcom County, they're in the Western Conference. Ferndale Golden Eagles, their home at Civic Stadium. That gets underway at 8 o'clock tonight, taking on the Panthers of Seattle Prep. Yeah, I think this is a tough one for Seattle Prep. Right. Right. Um, that's a long drive from that's Seattle a long to drive and, Civic. And that's way out in the country for some of those Seattle Prep guys. Um, but uh, And that's not a fun bus ride. We made that one a few times when I was coaching to go up there and play Ferndale. And that talk about a great atmosphere to play a game. Right. That whole town just kind of shuts down and everybody goes to the game. And um, Seattle Prep's definitely going to have their hands full there. How about the Arlington Eagles and the Peninsula Seahawks? That's tonight. Roy Anderson Field out in Gig Harbor, Arlington and, and Peninsula. Yeah, I think Peninsula takes this one. Um, they're they're more experienced. We've seen Arlington play. I think they've, they've got great things in store for them in the future. They're really, really young. And uh, I was talking to Michael Johnson, who's the head baseball coach at Peninsula. He's a former Jackson baseball player and, and uh, football player for us. Uh, he seems to think that Peninsula team is pretty good. So that is tonight as well. Tonight out at Monroe High School, the Monroe Bearcats, they're hosting the Liberty of Issaquah Patriots. Monroe 8-1 and one, and Liberty at 7-2. and two. I had this one circled. You and I were talking about this <laughs> I one. Um, I, 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 I hope to see the West Coast team win it, obviously. But right. um, I think Monroe's going to have their hands full tonight with Liberty uh, out of Issaquah. And, and uh, I think that one has the potential to be a knockdown drag out. How about the Stanwood Spartans? They're home at 8-1 and one against the Lakes Lancers at 6-2. and two. That game also getting underway with ours up at Bob Larson Stadium in Stanwood. Yeah, um, you know, we've seen Stanwood, and I'm really impressed with what they've done there this year. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they match up with Lakes. Lakes tends to have some really fast, really big athletic kids, you know, i.e., uh, uh, curse and a few others over right. the years so it'll be interesting uh, i don't know much about um lakes this year but that is traditionally how they always are so it'll be interesting to see how Stanwood matches up with them and it'll be interesting to see how uh lakes because they don't see a lot of wing t teams down in that, that right. part of the area and we've talked all year about how hard the the wing t is to defend if you don't see it all the time so i think it's an intriguing matchup Let's move on to the 4A, three games. One is tomorrow. That's the Kennedy Catholic Lancers. They're home against the Kamiak Knights. Kamiak kind of edged their way in by winning the cross-district rivalry with Mariners. So Kamiak, though, that's that's a short straw when you get the uh, Kennedy Catholic Lancers. Yeah, and Coach Sheldon Cross has it rolling down there. He's a, he's a Mike Leach disciple of the, uh, of the air raid offense. They just fling it all over the place. The last few years they did with a kid named Heward. Yeah. You know, so they know how to throw the ball down there. And, 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 in fact, they are the team that Ryland talked the other night about. They run the wing tee and the air raid. Okay. It's well a different that, guy comes in when it's air raid. Well, that's a little bit of a twist for, for Coach Cross. I, yeah. I, I'm not sure. He, he must have an epiphany of some kind. I don't know where that came from because he really is a diehard air raid. Or yeah. a whole bunch of personnel. Yeah, or it just suits your personnel. And, that's you know, that's smart coaching is to, to, to tailor what you do around the guys you got. Let's talk about the game down the way at Veterans Memorial Stadium tonight, 7 o'clock. It's a Glacier Peak Grizzlies at 7-2. and two. The Woodenville Falcons at 4-4. Four and four. The, the thing there is Glacier Peak, traditionally, tough time with those Kinko schools. Well, traditionally, I think West Coast schools in general right. have a hard time with those Kinko schools. And so, you know, what does that really mean? You know, if, if uh, Woodenville's hanging around that 500 mark and they're a low seed coming in, well, is that because their conference is stacked and is really, really good? Um which would tell you that Glacier Peak's got their hands full. Right. But uh, maybe that's not the case, and Glacier Peak uh, wins it going away. But, yeah, that was one I had circled that, that could go either way. And finally, you don't get the Kirk Herbstreet out of this one that you don't have to make a pick. Lake Stevens, Vikings 7-2, and two, Bethel Bison again, and 4-5. and five. Uh, well, 
I, I mean, on paper, Lake should run away with this one, I think. Yeah. Um, but as we say, this is why we play them, and uh, uh, we'll see if these Bethel kids came to play. They definitely have the size. Looking down on them right now as we're talking, they definitely have the size. Um, those backs, um, Ryland talked about them in the in the little segment that we had him, and so did the coach. So I think their running backs are pretty good. So um, if they could run the ball and and uh, have extended drives and shorten the game, maybe they can stay in this thing. Coach's keys to the game brought to you by the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. That's Ace Hardware Store at the Lake Stevens Marketplace. One more thing, let's talk about Linden Christian all year long. They're number one in the Class 1A. They go over and beat the defending 1A champion Royal. They lose last night in a Kansas City tiebreaker. They're done for the year. Yeah, they're out. Uh, boy, what a, a heartbreaker. A couple of players from the 25 and you're done. Yeah, what a heartbreaker. But, you know, that's their playoffs and how they set their playoffs up are a lot different. It's kind of old school, actually. Right. I mean, it used to kind of be that way across the state that, you know, it was not unusual for a 7-2 and two team not to make the playoffs because your your league only got two, and the 9-0 and oh and the 8-1 and one team went, and the 7-2 and two team stayed home. Right. Um, they expanded that format, and uh, some teams have uh, combined their bursts and allocations, and uh, then we're going to get what we get tonight. Yeah, a, a game like tonight that we're playing, this is not a state playoff game. It is not. This is a district a cooperative district game. It's like a, a cooperative district game. It's like a state qualifier game. Right. But I love it because it, it gets more schools around the state involved in this playoff atmosphere, um, gives the kids a great experience. Um, if you're a program like Bethel that finished around the 500 mark, you got a bunch of young kids, this playoff experience will pay dividends next year. Right. Right. You can say, hey, you've been there, you've done this, you've been under those lights in that situation. Now let's go get the job done. We will continue live from Lake Stevens when we come back. A pinpoint weather report from our Caracol Chief Meteorologist, Tornado Ted Beener, for the high school football games tonight and for your upcoming weekend. Stay tuned. Our pregame show right here on KRKO. Do you know a high school or college student looking for a summer job? GSR Rentals in Monroe is looking for full-time and part-time help. Working in the rental yard, setting up and delivering tents, chairs, and tables for events. No experience necessary, very competitive pay, and a great, fun work environment. For over 20 years, GSR Rentals has been a staple in party and equipment rentals. And with a reputation like that, GSR Rentals needs more help. Get that summer job checked off your list. Go to GSRParty.com for more information. GSRParty.com. Hiring now. GSR Rentals is an equal opportunity employer. In just four years, Marysville Toyota has earned the highest Google scores among all Metro Toyota dealers and is rated number one in customer satisfaction by Toyota in the Seattle Metro region. They're honored to support this community through our sponsorship of the Safeway Foundation, Pink the Rink, Make Strides Against Breast Cancer, the Strawberry Festival, the Marysville, Arlington, and Lake Stevens Chamber of Commerce, Rotary, and now the KRKO Marysville Toyota High School Player of the Game. Come experience the power of one. One price, one person, one hour. Go to Marysville Toyota. Toyota.com. Do you know the location of the nearest drop box or voting center? At least 18 days before the general election, a ballot is mailed to every eligible registered voter in the state of Washington. Take time to learn about the candidates and issues before voting. Then mail in your ballot for free as long as it's postmarked by election day. Or you can take it to a drop box or voting center before 8 p.m. on November 8th. For the drop box or voting center nearest you, visit votewa.gov. Sponsored by the Office of Secretary of State and aired in cooperation with the Washington State Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hi, I'm Jack. 
Glassman, owner of Dietrich Espresso. If you're listening in Snohomish, Skagit, or Island counties, there's a Dietrich Espresso stand near you. With 15 locations and the finest, fastest, and friendliest baristas serving Cafe Darte, dark roasted coffee for a full body flavor. And Dietrich Espresso coffee stands are part of your community. You'll see us in the arena, at the ballpark, and attending your local events and fundraisers. Dietrich Espresso is committed to our community and quality in every cup. Visit us in Snohomish, Skagit, and Island counties and online at DietrichEspresso.com. That's DietrichEspresso.com. Welcome back to Lake Stevens Stadium, where we're counting down to the kickoff between the Lake Stevens Vikings and the Bethel Bison. Stay with us for our postgame show today. We'll name the KRKO Marysville Toyota player of the game. We'll talk to him on the field. He'll be presented with a sweatshirt from Screen Printing Northwest. Scores of other ball games. We gave you the uh, Snohomish County playoff games that are going on while we were talking with the coach just a couple of minutes ago. A couple of other finals from last night. Mount Vernon beat Jackson 36-6. to Newport over Cedarcrest 14 to 3. Halftime score. First game of the doubleheader down at Edmonds District Stadium. Mount Lake Terrace 14. Meadowdale 6 at the half. Third quarter score up at Civic Stadium. The 5 o'clock game is Civic Stadium in Bellingham. 28 21. Seahome leading the Cascade Bruins. Another uh, playoff game tomorrow, uh, Saturday. The, some 1B crossover games. Darrington will be at Mossy Rock at 1 o'clock. Toledo Heritage will be at Nacelle. That is at 3 o'clock couple of playoff games in the 1B. Let's get a pinpoint double Doppler weather forecast from Caracol's chief meteorologist, Tornado Ted Beater, for this Friday night and for the weekend. Now, not only do we have an exciting football playoff game tonight, but also exciting weather. Rain will turn to off and on showers during the game with west winds picking up to 20 miles per hour sustained with gusts to 40 miles per hour or so. Kickoff temperatures will be mild in the mid-50s, but drop into the 40s by the final whistle. Looking ahead for the weekend, expect showers and partial clearing periods with a chance of an afternoon thunderstorm tomorrow, along with decreasing wind. Temperatures will be cool, though, with highs only in the 40s, and that snow level dropping to around 1,000 feet by Sunday night. I'm North Sound meteorologist Ted Beener. The pregame show continues after this timeout. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance knows that good coverage counts. Whether you're running through the defense to the end zone, finding a good position for the game-winning three-pointer, or if the neighbors need to refine their fastball. And here comes the pitch. Oh, sorry. Coverage is important. Call Mike Dixon to find out what coverage is best for you, and pretty soon you'll be Stixon with Dixon. That's Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance in Old Town Local Tio. Call 425-375-0860 today because coverage counts. Are you always the banker in Monopoly? Did you love playing the game of life? Is Payday one of your favorite candy bars? If you answered yes to any of these, consider a career at Coastal Community Bank, where being unbanky is one of the best parts of our culture. Did you know our president and CEO, Eric Sprink, started his career as a teller? And you'll always find him in jeans. At Coastal, enjoy a lot of bank holidays, great benefits, career growth opportunities, and you get to wear jeans too. 
Coastal added 130 new members to our team last year, and we're still growing. At Coastal, we don't do cookie cutter, and we don't do black and white. If you're someone who wants to help others succeed, knows how to think outside the box, and believes we're all in this together, you belong here. Visit our careers page at CoastalBank.com. We want to hear from you. CoastalBank.com. Member FDIC. The following is a sports exclusive of KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. This is KRKO Everett. than a half a century. KRKO Radio has brought you the best of Snohomish County High School football. The tradition continues. First down, 31 yards to go for Arlington. Shotgun snap, no back. He'll throw it, it's gonna be complete. It gets up to the back. Kate Younger, 30, 25, 20. We'll take it all back. It's mine, says Kate Younger. Touchdown, Arlington. <laughs> Shotgun snapper for Goso, throws it left-hand side, 20, 25, 30, running with the field, He's at gone. the 40, at the 50, that's Lane, at the 40, at the 30, up the left-hand side, 81 yards, touchdown, Monroe! For the shotgun snap on the third and two, taken away from the first man, but I was just going to say, Everett doesn't have a free Gardoski, Gardoski heads at the 30, at the 20, Gardoski in the end zone, touchdown! Griffin Gardoski, 68 yards, touchdown Arlington. He's been kind of silent tonight, but Griffin Gardoski says, give me the ball and I'll get you six. That's Mayahi at the 30, 35 at the 40, at the 45 at the 50, still on his feet. Big chase at the 40, he's at the 30, looking back to the defender at the 10, the 5, touchdown, Netterdale. 80 yards, Mayahi, touchdown, Averick. We are the station of record and the home of legends. Over the air at 1380 AM and FM 95.3. Streaming live at KRKO.com and available anywhere on the KRKO app. Novak drops back to pass, lost one to the corner of the end zone. Sukalis goes up and gets it. Touchdown, Arlington, to Michael Sukalis, who just goes up and gets the football. Hand up, Carson inside, and he'll run. 40. He's at the 50. He's at the 40. See you later. Reservations for six. Hand five. Touchdown, Marysville Pilchuck. He's fast. This is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. The Friday night lights have taken full effect. The teams are ready. Your Carcio broadcast team is live from Lake Stevens Stadium for the 4A cross-district clash between Wesco 4A Lake Stevens and the Bethel Bison of the South Puget Sound League. Today's game on Carcio brought to you by Bihar's Furniture, Screen Printing Northwest, Mike Dixon, Farmers Insurance, the Law Office of Russell and Hill, Community Transit, the Buzz Inn Steakhouse, and by Smoky Point Concrete. Welcome back. Sit back, settle in, throw a log in the fire like Coach has here in the booth with his heat later 5,000 heater running. And we get set for an evening of high school football. We're ready to bring it to you. Tom Lafferty alongside former Jackson coach at Old Vincent. Amp Harrell is on the sidelines tonight. Our spotter, Jay Pulliam. Our statistician, Tornado Ted Beener. And Brandon Hamilton keeping us on the air at the Caracale Studios in downtown Everett. Stay with us. Tonight's opening kickoff and game action. 
Coming up, it's the Bethel Bison traveling north 80 miles to take on the Lake Stevens Vikings. We'll have more right here on KRKO. When you need to get a screwdriver fast for that one weird screw, Ace is the place. When you want to get that luxury riding lawnmower you've been researching for months, Ace is the place. And for everything in between, Ace is the place. Ace Hardware is where convenience meets quality. And when you shop at the Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, you're shopping at an Eaglestad Ace Hardware, locally owned by Christine Eaglestad. She lives here. Her kids went to school here. She's dedicated to the Lake Stevens community. So the next time you find a weird screw, or when it's time to get that riding mower, stop in to your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The Law Offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-LAW-0842. The high school football season and the Everett Silver Tips hockey season continues. That means Friday night, we're going to throw a change-up in our broadcast schedule. Friday night, it's the 4A District crossover playoff matchup between the Lake Stevens Vikings and the Bethel Bison. High school football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3 starting at 6.30. Meanwhile, the Everett Silver Tips and the Saskatoon Blades will move up the dial to Classic Country KXA 1520 AM and FM 101.1. That game broadcast starts an hour early at 5.30. Our Friday night tradition continues. High school football on Everett's Greatest Hits, KRKO. Everett Silver Tips Hockey on Classic Country, KXA. Websites are an extremely powerful business tool that you may not be using to your full potential. Hi, I'm Todd Hootery, owner of Inquisitech, a web design and search optimization agency in Snohomish. And here's a tip for you. A lot of people say, our business is word of mouth. However, what if you could also have a sales tool that worked for you 24-7 and brought in qualified leads? Search leads are often highly qualified leads because they are people looking for a business that can solve their problem right now. At Inquisitech, we can help you grow your business with a website that makes it easy for your customers to find and connect with you. Get a free website analysis at SnohomishWebDesign.com. School football. It's the Week 10 4A crossover game. The Bethel Bison and the Lake Stevens Vikings. Lake Stevens 4 and 0 in league play, 7 and 2 overall. Bethel 4 and 5 in league play and 4 or 5 overall. South Puget Sound League. I'm just making sure we got the right uh, binoculars. I thought you had. I thought Jay stole my binoculars, Coach. We have, I think we're okay. The South Puget Sound League doesn't play any non-league games because they have so many teams in their division that they play. But here we go. We're ready to go as Bethel won the toss, and they elected to defer. So Lake Stevens will kick off, and we'll see the uh, Lake Stevens offense on the field with Colton Matson. Coach, I was impressed with him last week. Yeah. 
a lot of great decision making. Uh, took what the defense gave him. Didn't try to do too much. And did what his job is. And that is just to distribute to all the different levels. Like and the weapons are, you know, our player of the game was Isaac Redford, who had a great game. You got Cassidy Bolock Banks. Oh, by the way, you got a guy that's third on the list that we're talking about. And he's going to Notre Dame. Yeah, Jane Lamar had a, had, a, had a pretty quiet game at 137 yards. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, and then uh, the tight end, uh, uh, Cole Becker. Right. You know, here's another weapon. So we're getting set for the kickoff. Lake Stevens, as we said, will receive. And it'll be Bolong Banks. Will he'll be one of the up men? And deep to receive there will be Paul Varela, and Lewis is back there as well. So see who, if they elect to even kick it to them, or he just kick it straight out of bounds, give it to it for 35 and just go. Because I think they're waiting. They have a football. They have the tee. We have the officials. They're ready to go. David Sather is the referee. Luke Mormeyer is the umpire. The linesman. Who else? I think we've seen him six times this year. Joel Taylor. He kind of travels around. I think he's, he's a stalker. The, he's part of the KRKO crew. That's right. Ross, he's going to be vested. Ross Noe, the line judge, and the back judge is Ken Mays. And we're set to go here as Bethel to kick it off. And we will be underway. Here's the approach and the kick. Kind of a low line driver. It's going to go between two of the receive guys. Now Bolin Banks will return it. Gets missed once, missed twice. Tried to back his way out to the 22, and he does. And that is where the Lake Stevens Vikings will put it into play. It'll be first and 10. And we got a flag down after the end of the play. Late flag. And we will see what the... Uh, Oh, let's go down to um, Amp. Well, it's it's odd to see the flag come out so late. Yeah. But on the tackle, he got grabbed around the, the headgear, grabbed the, the front and the back of the helmet and flung him to the ground. I thought it was, thought the flag would come out earlier because it was right in front of that side joke. You think a horse collar? Uh, or face mask, perhaps. They're still talking about it. I think, here we go, all five officials are all in the meeting standing at the 17-yard line. That's where the flag is. The defense for Bethel Bison are ready to go. They're all spread out, ready to go. The offense for Lake Stevens, they're gathered around head coach Tom Try here in the near sideline. They're trying to decide where they're going to start their drive. Everybody's got their pad and pencil out. They're deciding. I wonder if it was, if it was po post possession, coach. Yeah, I think at this point they're probably trying to figure out where it's going to be assessed from, what are the options for the team who's going to get to choose. I don't see them talking to either coach. We have a rough now going over to the uh, Bethel sideline explaining it's Coach Jermaine. Bethel, yeah, kind of pointing in Lake Stevens' direction. What a, see what I think it's going to be against Lake Stevens. Now, well, we David, still haven't seen a signal. No, David Sather's coming over now. He's talking with Tom Try on the sideline. They went half the distance to the goal line. So it's going to be a dead ball foul, unsportsmanlike conduct. So it could have been a taunting penalty. That's not usually Lake Stevens, though. No, not, not usually. Or I, I didn't see a late hit. Amp, did you see any kind of late hit? No, or you I, said that I, I think it was a taunt, if nothing else. Uh, the the physical tackle, and then there might have been some jaw jacking. They usually catch the last guy with his hand in the cookie jar. So here we go. It'll be first and ten. So it'll be first and ten starting at the nine-yard line for Lake Stevens. 
Colton Matson wearing number 12. He's a quarterback standing in the shotgun. He'll drop back to pass. Standing on the goal line, flings it out the left-hand side. It's going to be complete. That's Varello makes a catch at the 20, 25, all the way out, close to the 30-yard line. Well, when you can start with a penalty and you're inside the 10-yard line, let's hit a little little pass out for 25 yards to give yourself a breathing room. If you're Tom Tryon Lake Stevens, that's that's not abnormal. They will throw it anywhere, anytime, any situation. And they did there. They got it all the way out to the 30-yard line. It was a simple little out route, too. It was not a, a difficult or complicated route. Trip set out to the left side now for the Lake Stevens Vikings. Actually, two to the left. They're kind of stacked there. No, it is three. One's behind the post, but now it's going to be two because they're going to go in motion. Fake the sweep. They'll roll to right to pass. Matson throws. Complete. What a catch by Becker at the 35-40 out to the 45-yard line. Did you see that catch? They kind of went through and just grabbed almost one-handed, secured the ball, and get 16 yards out to the 46-yard line. Just snatched that thing clean right out of the air. Had to extend. And there's Cole Becker. We just mentioned him a couple minutes ago. So they go empty there, and they just run a little play action off the jet fake to the arm. We've got into the playbook here these first few plays from a scrimmage, and they've moved all the way out now to the 46-yard line, where it's first and 10 for Lake Stevens. And Jaden Lamar is yet to touch the football. He's standing to the left of the quarterback, Matson, to put a man in motion. They'll run that jet sweep around the left-hand side. That's Varela who will go forward. That'll be a just a short gain this time, about two yards out close to the 48-yard line where they put him down. Let's take a look at the Lake Stevens offense across the front line from tackle to tackle. Bryson Slezak, Aaron Parker, Grant Lynch, Ashton Hendrickson, and Micah Avery. Tight end Cole Becker. David Brown is one wide receiver. The H-back is Cassidy Bolong-Banks. Isaac Redford is the tight end. Jaden Lamar at the fullback. And the quarterback is Colton Matson standing in the shotgun now with Jaden Lamar to his right. It's a second down and eight yards to go from their own 48-yard line. Give it to Jaden. Finds a hole right side. 50-45. Jets on the 40, 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. Touchdown from 52 yards away. Jaden Lamar. That's three plays and a score. Three plays and a score. They run a little inside counter play. And uh, once Jaden Lamar breaks that second level of the defense, there's nobody wearing a white jersey from Bethel that's going to catch him. There was four plays, actually. They four plays from scrimmage, and they go in. We'll take a look at that scoring drive officially with Ted here in a moment, waiting for the addition of the extra point by McCray Flanders. It almost makes you wonder why they waited so long to hand it to Lamar. Well, don't want to beat him up. <laughs> so McCray Flanders, the left-footed kicker, set to put up the first extra point of the evening here at Lake Stevens High School. The snap, the spot, the kick is airborne, and it is good. With nine minutes and 56 seconds to play in the opening quarter, our score, the Lake Stevens Vikings 7, and the Bethel Bison nothing. Back with more from Lake Stevens right here on KRKO. The same radio station that brings you this game also wakes you up with Everett's Greatest Hits. Yeah, hi. And Tim Hunter is there to get you going. Yes, I... It's just the right mix of great songs from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. That's right. Everett's Greatest Hits. Yeah. Here's Tim. Wow, I thought he'd never... I'm sorry, Tim, but we're out of time. Hey, I could have jumped in here. Tim Hunter. Like having a wacky friend in the car. Without actually having to be seen with him. Mornings on KRKO. 
Well, Amp Harold out of the sidelines, how are your ankles after uh, watching Mr. Lamar run the football? A whole lot better than anybody on defense. When he hit that counter, he goes one way, stops, and cuts back off the, the right hip. And there were some ankles broken. That was a Steph Curry crossover. And then he hit the gas. Unbelievable. We'll take a look at this. Nice job, man. We're going to basketball analogy in there. There you go. Look at you. So we'll take a look at that scoring drive here in a moment. After this kickoff, McCray Flanders has the ball in the right hash at the 40-yard line. A 7-0 lead for Lake Stevens here in the early going. And waiting for David Sather to give us the signal like, yep, we're ready to go. Here it is. And the approach and the kick is on the way. They're going to let it bounce at the 5 and go, oh. Did it go out of bounds on this side of yeah. the uh, Pylon right about the one yard line. Uh, they thought it was going to go into the end zone, but it goes out of bounds, so it's going to go out to the 35 yard line. Let's go to Tornado Ted Beener with a look at that scoring drive. Well, Lake Stevens started on their own nine yard line after that penalty, but it only took four plays, 91 yards to score, and that only took a minute and 56 seconds with Jade Lamar capping it off with that big 52 yard TD run, giving Lake an early 7 to nothing lead. That scoring recap brought to you by Mike Dixon Insurance. Coverage is important. Call Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance to find out what coverage is best for you. Pretty soon you'll be Dixon with Dixon. Mike Dixon in Old Town, Muckleteal, because coverage counts. So it's first and 10 at the 35-yard line for the Bethel Bison. And they will start in the shotgun. Actually not in the shotgun. Under center is their quarterback, Barnes. And he'll give it to the right side. It's going to be, Lockley will carry, and he's going to get a running play of about a yard, maybe. Yeah, they're going to give him a one-yard gain. Let's take a look at the Lake Stevens defense. Across the front line, Ashton Hendrickson, Michael Avery, Aaron Parker, Cole Becker, the linebackers, Mason Turner, Joe McGinnis, and Stephen Lee. And the defensive backfield, Cassidy Bolong, Banks, Gabe Pelaney, David Brown, and Isaac Redford for the Vikings after a one-yard game by Lockley. It's going to be second down and it, nine yards to go. Toss sweeper on the left-hand side. Lockley again gets stood up at the line of scrimmage. Maybe fell forward for a yard. He got absolutely stood up. And who led that the bus, the eastbound bus there? Wow, that was going to be Mason Turner got the uh, tackle there. Yeah, Bethel's running 20 personnel, so two backs, eye backs, no tight end, three wide receivers. Uh, that was just a toss sweep left. Lake Stevens defense rallied to that. There was just nowhere for Lockley to go. Now third and long. Third and seven, third and eight, excuse me, from the 37-yard line off the left hash. Single wide out to either side. Backs in the eye behind the quarterback under center. This is old school football here. Toss sweep right side. Lockley will carry the football. Turn the corner. Stiff arms the man. going to get one, two yards maybe up close to the 40-yard uh, line. Two-yard gain. Mason Turner on the stop again. So after a two-yard gain, so that gets him four yards in three plays, and it's time to punt the football for the Bethel Bison. Yeah, I think it's worth noting uh, Bethel is starting a freshman at quarterback here tonight, and it looks like Lake Stevens is playing man across those three wide or three receivers, and they're committing eight guys to stop the run. It's going to be tough sledding for Bethel to run the football. And they're in to punt the football now, fourth and six at the 39-yard line. 
Here's the snap is back, and the kick is very low. I thought it almost hit the back of one of his own guys. It's going to be fielded at the 31-yard line, but Barella kind of picking his way up the field with 35-40, all the way up to the 45 to the 47-yard line. Paul Barella on the return. He was just kind of picking now another flag at the end of a kick play. And we've got a Lake Stevens player with his hat off. Yeah, the Bethel player ripped it off his head. Oh. They got tangled up. We're on the ground. Yeah, that flag flew about 25 feet in the air. We're going to have, at the end of the play here, David Sather is going to give us a dead ball foul, personal foul, against the Bethel Bison. So he just really just, I, did, I didn't see the play. He yeah, didn't. I saw it. They got tangled up. They were wrestling around on the ground, and the, the Bethel player just literally ripped the helmet off of the team. Wow. Let's let's go down to F. I didn't see. I just saw the helmet bounce afterwards. But I think Esteban Sedano got in there on special teams and may have gotten a piece of that ugly looking punt. I think he may have a partial block. I, it kind of looked like a coach. It looked like one of your drives. Just kind of kind of came out of there. <laughs> a little, a little stinger. A little, a little, a little, a little low, little stinger into the wind. Warm burner there. And just, so short field here for Lake Stevens. That's all you need to do for the Vikings. At the 39-yard line of Bethel, it'll be first and 10. Colton Matson standing in the shotgun, shotgun snap, backward pass, pass, double, double pass. pass. He's going to throw it over to right side. He's got a man there. Becker goes up, can't get it. Becker threw it. Jaden Lamar was the intended receiver downfield. Kind of underthrew him. He, even Lamar couldn't quite get the speed to come back and field the football. Yeah, Makai Washington was there on the defense. If that ball's not underthrown, that's a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> and the Lake Stevens guy was that Cole Becker. Let me do that again. Let me do it again. I promise, no, coach. Coach, I, coach tries to say you had your shot. That, that was it. It's going back in the book. We'll give you first quarter score. Grizzlies of Glacier Peak leading Woodenville in the first quarter. 7-0 with 6-19 to go in the first quarter over at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish. From the 39-yard line after the incomplete pass. Second down, 10 yards to go for Lake Stevens. Fake the handoff to Lamar, quarterback keeper by Matson heads up the right side, gets the first down and more. Cross the 30 down inside of the 30-yard line, put it down to the 26. That's going to be a 13-yard gain on the designed quarterback keeper. Well, that's that's what you're seeing in all the college programs. Uh, that's the RPO, right? So that's a run-pass option. It's completely up to the quarterback to read that outside linebacker. And uh, he made the right read there, kept the ball for a good game. Avery with a nice block there. It'll be first and 10 from the 26-yard line. The wind is now starting to pick up a little bit here at Lake Stevens Stadium. Shotgun snap here on first and 10. They'll roll to the left. Lamar looking for the corner and the edge. He turns it at the 25-20 and then goes out of bounds as he I think it's a first down. Yeah, I, I think it's a first down, too. And that's not a first down too many backs around here again, except him. He just kind of outran the whole defense to the corner there. He found the edge, turned the corner, and then just said, I'll go 12 and pick you up a first down. That's that's enough. Then I'll step out of bounds and yeah, save wear and tear. Yeah, ho-hum. Yeah. <laughs> ho-hum, that's 12. Save, save, save the tires. So now at the 14-yard line, it's first and 10 for Lake Stevens. Looking for their second score of the ball game. It's 7 nothing now. 6.50 to play in the first quarter. That's it in the shotgun. Calls the signals. Rolls to the right. He's going to throw again. He throws it. It's going to be complete right side. Heading to Becker and into the end zone. Becker found the pylon and then just kind of danced along the sideline and into the end zone. Touchdown, Lake Stevens. 
Cole Becker. Yeah, Lake Stevens has found something there. That's, they found a soft spot in this Bethel defense. This is the third time they've run that little out route with a lot of success. It's just not a, a Bethel defender in the area. Uh, twice for Becker and uh, once for um, uh, Valera tonight. Varela, excuse me. Uh, they've run the same play, and so far Bethel doesn't have an answer for it. And that's two touchdowns here in this first quarter. Luis Alvarado is the holder now for McCray Flanders. The spot, the kick is on the way. It's up, and it is good. So with six minutes and 43 seconds to play in the first quarter of action, our score, the Lake Stevens Vikings 14, the Bethel Bison nothing. We continue this week number 10 for a crossover playoff football game after this timeout. Snohomish PUD has been energizing life in our communities for over 70 years. That's why your PUD is a proud supporter of broadcasting Western Conference High School athletics in our community. Congratulations to our local student athletes for excelling in sports and academics. Your PUD offers several ways to help you save energy and lower your bill. The PUD offers instant rebates on energy-saving home improvements and special low prices on efficient home products. Check out snopud.com or visit marketplace.snopud.com for ways to save. Other playoff games going on this evening besides our game here, Bethel Lake Stephen. Woodville and Glacier Peak with Glacier Peak with an early lead in that one, 7-0. Liberty is playing at Monroe tonight. Snohomish is at Bellevue in the 3A. Edmonds Woodway plays O'Day. They might be just about done down there. It was a 5 o'clock game at Seattle Memorial Stadium. We'll try to get your final there. We're playing at Lincoln Bowl in Tacoma. Lincoln hosting Marysville Pilchuck. Arlington has traveled down to Peninsula. Lakes has traveled up to Stanwood. And Seattle Prep playing at 8 o'clock game at Civic Stadium up against Ferndale. To kick away. And it's going to be fielded at the 7-yard line. Malo on the return. The 10 heading backwards at the 15. Running east and west. He's to head up field. He does and gets it buried at about the... 15-yard line where it'll be first and 10 for the Lakes Lamp, or excuse me, for the Bethel Braves. Bethel Bison. Bethel Bison. Oh, let's go to Ted with a look at that uh, drive. Let's take a look at that scoring drive. They started on the 39-yard line of Bethel and took just four plays to score. Capped off by Cole Becker, a 14-yard TD catch from quarterback Colton Madsen. And we now have Lake ahead at 14 to nothing. Just took 54 seconds in those four points. First and 10 for the Bethel Bison at the 15-yard line. Bethel white jerseys, white pants, purple or very dark black helmets, and dark red trim. Black numbers, and they'll hand it off around the right side. Javon Wills will carry. Javon Wills, nothing there. In fact, he's going to lose a yard or so. So we've got Bethel in white and Lake Stevens in the uh, purple tops and gold pen. See, Coach, we were wondering before the game, would yep. they go purple on purple or purple on gold? Yeah, Last that, week they were purple purple. Right. You guessed it right because I thought they'd come out the same. You thought they might come out in this Vegas gold. And they do. So it'll be a loss of a yard there. Second down, 11 yards to go for Bethel. The Bison out of the South Puget Sound League. Bethel's going to have to try to throw the ball. I know they've got a freshman quarterback. With Lake Stevens committing eight guys to stop the run, I just don't think they're going to find room to run the ball. Second and 12 from the 15. Evan Barnes drops back to pass. Flings it downfield, intercepted. Picked off at the 30-yard line. 
Polaney on the return, find room down the field, flag, flag down, down, down inside the 15 and 10, it goes out of bounds inside the There's a second flag down as well. I don't know what the first first one might be a block in the back, but the second one's going to be a first Yeah, Kalani fielded that on the interception. You said they needed to throw the football. He was well, he was backpedaling big time and threw it off his back foot, they, too. They'll need to throw it a little bit better than that. <laughs> and so now, yeah, two flags on the play on the return, and then pretty much after the return was over, he went out of bounds inside the 15-yard line. So Lake is going to have the football. I yeah. think everything happened post-possession. Well, I think the, there's one flag that was during the play, and then the other one was definitely after the play. Okay, so here we go. We're going to get the indication from David Sather. We're going to have an illegal block in the back. That is going to get Lake Stevens. We're going to have a dead ball, personal foul against. So that's going to be offsetting penalties. Personal fouls against Bethel. Yeah, but once a dead ball. Once, so post-possession. So, okay, so dead they ball. Mark, they might... Mark this mark, half the distance to the goal line. And then mark the other one. Yep. Okay, Okay. let's get... Amp, you actually saw what happened? Uh, yes, it was It was off on the far side, uh, trying to throw a block to uh, to spring the return guy, uh, and you guys nailed it. Block in the back, uh, and they both went to the ground. Malo, I believe, number 11, was the guilty party for uh, the visiting Bison, uh, and he was he was none too pleased to get taken to the ground, and he either said something or kind of kind of grabbed some equipment. He was not a happy camper. So the umpire is just marched off 15 yards back one way. Then he turned around, did it in about face. Now he's going 15 yards the other way. This is I, this is I thought. Yeah. yeah. So because one was a live ball penalty, the other one's dead. They're going to mark them both. So it'll be the 16-yard line. After after all of that, it'll be at the 16-yard line, which is just about where he stepped out of bounds. Yeah. Anyway. So it'll be first and ten. The short field here for Lake Stevens. Leading at 14 nothing with 5.34 to play in this first quarter. That a previous scoring recap brought to you by GSR Rental of Monroe, serving East King and Southern Snohomish counties with quality par- party and equipment rentals. Go to gsrrentals.com. So here comes Lake out there. First and 10 from the 16-yard line for the Vikings, looking for their third score of this first quarter. We have two backs back there. Yeah, one on each side. Sedano is the other back along with Jaden Lamar. It's going to be given to Lamar on the running play around the right side. Heads up field 15. That's just kind of spins out to about the 11, maybe. Maybe went down at the 12 or so. Only a couple of yards there for Jaden Lamar on that running play. Kind of a slow play developing there for the Vikings. And Elijah Pula for uh, Bethel made a really good open field tackle there on on Lamar. So second down. It second was, and six second and six. It was a four-yard game for Jaden Lamar. If Lamar gets four yards, it's like whole hum. Exactly. It was, yeah. it was almost like he's looking at a loss. So second and six, rolling out to pass over the left side. They're going to throw it to the end zone. Touchdown. Matson to Becker. Touchdown. Lake Stevens. Yeah, Lake, Lake just rolls out Matson and runs a three-level flood route. Becker's the middle intermediate receiver. Uh, receiver. There's just nobody around. So that time they actually ran a defender to the flat to Lamar, right, which is what they've been giving up. But now they give up the intermediary. Intermediary. intermediary the middle one. The middle route of that three-level flood route. Sorry. Intermediate route. There we go. There you go. I, I knew I'd get it out at some point. 
So waiting for McCray Flatters to add the extra point here. Good night, folks. <laughs> and we will looking for their 21st point of this first quarter. Here's the snap. The spot is on the way. The kick is good. And we're going to keep it right here during the uh, transfer over. Remind you that you're listening to Western Conference football here. In the playoffs, the uh, Week 10 for a crossover between the Bethel Bison, the Lake Stephen Vikings, Tom Lafferty, along with Coach Joel Vincent. Ab Harrell on the sidelines tonight as Steve Willis decided to go to the Husky game tonight. The Huskies and the Oregon State Beavers are playing tonight at Husky Stadium. Speaking of the Oregon State Beavers, the Beaver alum down there doing stats as as Tornado Ted Beaters on the stats tonight. Buddy Patrick decided to go to Dave Matthews. I guess they have better things to do. Dave Matthews at Climate Pledge Arena. Or you and I don't have better things to do. Apparently not. Something, something, yeah. No, I, I know. It's talking to Buddy. Dave Matthews is his all-time favorite. How cool is that? Yeah. Go see him. And, and we all know Willis. He's a diehard dog. Yeah. And we, and we put up with it, but that's okay. Jay Pulliam's here. He's got nothing else to do on a Friday night as well. So he's here spotting for us tonight at Lake Stevens. Brandon Hamilton throwing the switches back at the Carrickfield Studios in downtown Everett. Everett Silvertips had a 1-0 lead over the Saskatoon Blades at the end of the first period up in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. That game on Classic Country, KXA 1520 AM and FM 101.1. McCray Flanders to kick the football here, and we'll be back underway. High and over end. Be at the uh, bounced like a basketball at the 5-10 of the return, 15 out to the 20-yard line. Dante Vandenberg was the return man there up to the 20-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for Bethel. We take a look at that scoring drive with Ted Beter. All right, well, they started the drive at Bethel's 16-yard line. Only took a couple of plays, 54 seconds, and it was uh, capped off by that 4-yard TD catch. Becker, his second of the night from quarterback Colton Matson. That's given Lake and early 21 to nothing lead. What was the time of the previous drive? Uh, the previous one prior to that? Yeah. Also 54 seconds. <laughs> well, Coach, when you can score in less than a minute each time, you're going to do pretty well. I'm seeing a pattern develop here. <laughs> First and 10 for the Bethel Bison from the 20-yard line. Bought the right hash mark. The freshman quarterback will hand it off. Let's give you the uh, Salamo... Filimau, Filimau, Salamu Filimau. It looks like about a three-yard game. Filimau, okay. All right. He's going to get three yards. This is what he's going to do, and he's going to put it out to just shy of the 25-yard line. Second yards. And I think the PA guys next next door didn't even say the name. I think it was just like, yeah, pass. So it'll be second down and seven yards to go at the 24-yard line for the Bison. Handoff, Filamawa will carry it. Down he will go for a loss. Becker leads the charge. TFL, tackle four loss there. He's going to lose maybe a yard or so. They gave a little bit of forward progress back to the 24-yard line. So it'll be third and we'll call it seven. Third and seven coming up here for Bethel. Yeah, Becker and Slezak shut that down before it even got started. Yeah, they were right there. Just, okay, I'll meet you at the running back. Okay. And down he went. Third and seven from the 24-yard line. Ball 
just about center of the field. The quarterback, Evan Barnes, 5'11", 160 pounds. He is a freshman for this club out of the South Puget Sound League. Third and seven, back to pass. Barnes throws. It's going to be almost picked off. It was knocked away. Nice defense over there. That was Stephen Lee Jr. Came through perfectly timed behind the receiver and just swatted the ball down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty well defended. They're playing man-to-man. Um, I think Stevens, Tom Try thinks that his DBs match up pretty well with these uh, Bethel receivers, and that allows him the luxury to commit eight to the run, and Bethel's just finding it having a, having a far, hard time getting anything rolling here on offense. So fourth down and seven. It'll be punting time here again for the Bethel Bison. As the punter standing inside the 15-yard line. It's going to be blocked. Blocked up in the air. It's going to bounce. It's going to bounce again. And it's going to finally going to be recovered by Lake Stevens inside the 10-yard line. I'm going to go under 54 seconds for the next scoring drive. Just so you know. 54 got the block. Mason Turner... Mason Turner recovered it. Esteban Sedano was in there. He's already, we've said his name a couple times tonight. He may be in, in line for a uh, sweatshirt from Marysville Toyota. In fact, that previous scoring re- recap before this one happens it was brought to you by Marysville Toyota. One person, one price, one hour. Experience the power of one at Marysville Toyota on Smoky Point Boulevard. And here comes Lake Stevens now. The really, really, really short field to go. It's first and goal to go with the eight-yard line. As Lake goes out there on offense, ready to go. Wideout split both ways. Colton Matson stands in the shotgun. He's only a sophomore quarterback. And here comes the shotgun snap. Will they give it to Jaden Lamar? No, he's, he keeps it. He throws. He throws it. Flings it in the end zone. Incomplete. Late flag. Late flag from the, the back judge was right there on the play. The flag came in. Well, we, we have a lineman in the end zone on a pass. That's never a good thing. He's seven, eight yards downfield. Yeah, an eligible receiver downfield. He just wanted to get there early for the celebration after the touchdown. Someone someone didn't get the play straight there. Because he, he just came back to Colton Mass and kind of held his hands out like, I had no idea. So, uh, he, he read the wrong dice on the, the signal cards down here. That's right. Got the, the famous Lake Stevens signal cards. Yep. You got the eight, you got a five, you got a six, and you've got a. I'm not sure what that is. That's a seven. It's a seven dice. I've never, seen, I've never, I've never seen a seven. When you see a seven dice and you're in Vegas, you run out of that casino. <laughs> yeah, something's not right. So it's going to be first and goal to go now at the 14, 13 yard line. We call 13 yard line. Ball the left hash. Motion man out of the backfield. That's Redford. Back to pass, play action, throw it. It's going to be complete. That's bubble screen. screen. It's going to be at the uh, 10 and down to the 5. That's going to be Redford. Excuse me, Isaac Redford. Isaac Redford on the return or on the uh, catch. Inside, well, in fact, we're going to put it right down on the 5-yard line. After an 8-yard gain, going to be 220 to play in this first quarter. A 21 to nothing lead for Lake Stevens and threatening here. Maybe it's going to be more than 54 seconds. I think we may be approaching that. So at the five-yard line, the penalty didn't help. Second down, goal to go from the five. Colton Matson with Lamar to his right. He rolls to the right. He looks to the right. He throws to the right. It's incomplete. 
Redford was the intended receiver. Could not call that. He's got the football, but I think it bounced before he got it in, out of his hands. And so incomplete pass. And that was a little odd because they, they actually rolled into the short side of the field. Yeah. Normally you want to do that into the wide. But, um, and Amp, what did you see on that one? I saw, first of all, four defenders between the quarterback and the receiver. Not a good thing, uh, but put it in the window. And, yeah, I think the back foot slipped, and he couldn't get his feet set and get his hands to the ball. So it'll bring up third down goal to go from the five-yard line. Motion man back through the formation. They're going to give it to Jaden Lamar, and he's going to get buried. Nothing doing there as Bethel's defense wakes up. He got the football, and then immediately he had he had company from South Puget Sound. So a loss of four. Yeah, well-timed blitz there by number five, Elijah Pula. Uh, just came right through that uh, A-gap. Lamar never really got started. That was a, a good blitz call there, well executed. So that backs him up now to the nine-yard line where it's fourth down, goal to go from the nine. They'll go for it here. We're past the 54-second mark here, so they can take all the time. Now they're going to go empty backfield with Lamar in motion out to the left. Back to pass is Matson throws into the end zone. That's a touchdown. That is Isaac Redford, touchdown from nine yards away for the Lake Stevens Vikings. Isaac Redford, a laser beam pass from Colton Matson. Yeah, a little bit behind him, too. Redford just demonstrated excellent body control there. It was kind of thrown to that rear shoulder, and he was able to adjust to that football. And that thing was, I agree, Tom, that thing was thrown on a rope. Yeah, that was a... Um, Amp, that was a Justin Verlander fastball right there. Yes, it was, and he caught it in midair, pulled it back in, and tucked it as he rolled to the ground. Perfect protection of the ball. A little tuck and roll, so waiting for the snap here for the addition of the extra point. The kick is airborne, and McCray Flanders puts it through. So with one minute and 11 seconds to go, the end of the first quarter of action, our score the Lake Stephen Vikings, 28 the Bethel Bison, nothing. Back with more from Lake Stevens after this timeout. Rejuvenate your body and your mind at HRT and IV in Snohomish. A non-surgical facelift, microdermabrasion, medical weight loss, all available at HRT. Rehydrate or recover with an IV cocktail or relax with ear candling or holistic color therapy at HRT and IV on Airport Road in Snohomish. Book online, hrtiv.com. Hydration, weight loss, hormones, and now skincare and holistic therapy. Appointments available, hrtiv.com. Airport Road in Snohomish. HRT ivy.com one minute 11 seconds to play here in this first quarter of action a 28 to nothing lead i'm not sure coach i saw 28 to nothing first quarter score i i thought it was going to be a pretty big win for lake stevens but wow yeah i'm a little bit surprised i, I would never say a lot of surprise but I'm, i am surprised by this that, that bethel is having such a tough time running the ball. The size they have up front, I thought they'd have a little, bit, a little more success running the ball. So McCray Flanders to kick it here. And here comes the approach. And Brand taking it to the five-yard line. Miller on the return at the 10 to the 15. Heads up field, the 20, and stood up there at the 20-yard line. <laughs> Boy, that knocks the breath out of you just watching it happen. And now Lake was kind of saying, hey, we got the football. Did the, was 
a Lake Stevens player has the football. The officials have not. Yes, they do have the football. It was turned over. He got stood up and stripped, apparently. It was Gabe Colaney who came out of there with the football. Then Lake Stevens, if he does have the ball, it'll be first and 10 at the 20 yard line. Quick, Ted, let's get that previous scoring drive before we have another one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they literally only had the ball for just a few, uh, a minute and 43 seconds, 13 yards, four plays, highlighted by that nine-yard TD catch, record from quarterback Colton Matson. They've had the ball four times and have scored four times. Scoring recap brought to you by Bihar's Furniture. Dress up your space for fall this year with the help of Bihar's Furniture. Friday through Monday at Bihar's at 21st and Broadway, online at bihars.com. I don't know if you're getting the sense, Tom, but I am. It's, it's almost like these Lake Stevens guys are just sizing these guys up now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just dominance right now. So Colton Batson stands on the shotgun. It's first and 10, again, from the 20. The whole game's been played on this end of the field. Back to pass. Screen. He dumps it. Screen. Just screened to Lamar. Makes a catch of the 20. 15, 10. Finds a pylon into the corner. He's in for a touchdown. Touchdown, Lake Stevens from 20 yards away. Just that easy. He gave it to Jaden Lamar. He turns off the Jets and heads again to the end zone. Yeah, once he thought that, it was basically a game of catch me if you can. And you can't. It was a not. Yes. Wow. So Lake Stevens goes up now 34 to nothing with still 55 seconds to go in this first quarter. Yeah, this whole game's been played on this end of this, the field, Coach, where I can't see. That's what happens when Bethel can't get out of their own end. I know. You know, uh, stalled drives, block punt, uh, turnover on the kickoff. Makes for very short fields. And McCray Flanders adds his fifth extra point and it is now 35 to nothing with 55 seconds to play here in this first quarter as Ted Bisley works on his uh, scoring drive coming up remind you today's game is brought to you in part by Northwest Plus Credit Union, Marysville Toyota by Everett Engineering, the Thomas County PUD, Glass by Lunch, the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store and by GSR Rental in Monroe. We'll be giving you some scores of other ball games coming up here. I've got a GP score for you. Why don't you give that to me right now? With 7.41 left in the second quarter, they should beat 13, Woodenville 0. A 15 nothing lead for the Grizzlies over the Falcons. So, 55 seconds to go. We'll take a look at that scoring. If you've got a 10, let's do it right now. Here we go. One play, 20 yards. Capped off by that Jake Lamar run on the left hand. That took just nine seconds. So, I think that 54 seconds here in Lake is ahead. Now, 35 to nothing. Just 55 seconds left here in the first quarter. It took Ted longer to give the recap than it did for them to score, score that. Ted's going to need to sharpen his pencil. <laughs> The scoring recap brought to you by Smoky Point Concrete. Smoky Point Concrete has been part of strong foundation for more than four decades. Let's keep building teams and communities. SmokingPointConcrete.com. The approach by Flanders. The kick is away, and he sends it right to the goal line. Malo on the return to the five. Sutter's up at the ten. Heads left now at the 20, and then hit at the 21-yard line. He had a little bit of uh, space there. 
kind of oh, ran into. Looks like we have a Lake player down. A Lake Stevens player down. He gets up a little. Number Let's go down to. Um, you saw that right in front of you. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was on purpose or not, but that was number eight for Lake Stevens, and he was on his back. Number 11 for Bethel, the ball returner, was uh, was trying to get up and kind of gave it a couple extra pumps of the right cleat in the midsection area of number eight. Well, that's not nice. Jackson Lewis is the uh, player for Lake Stevens. So here we go. It'll be first and ten. If you're wondering, running clock is second half only with a 40-point lead, unless they actually agree. But you wouldn't agree in a playoff game before the game starts. So it's first and ten from the 20-yard line. Running play around the right side. A little bit of space there. Makai Washington on the carry gets a couple of yards. That will be about that. Gets out to the 28-yard uh, line. Will it be second down and eight yards to go. 23, excuse me, 23-yard line. As we're counting down the final 22 seconds of this first quarter, which has been all, all Lake Stevens leading 35 to nothing. And now they're going to stop. Stop player with 12 point second. They just respotted the ball. Oh, respot the ball. They'll wind the. And they reset the play clock. So I don't know if they're going to get playoff. Down to four, down to no, three. They're they're up to the line of scrimmage. They're not even going to run a play here. They that want, will be that. They want to try and the other. Yeah, let's see. They have better luck down on this end. The, this end has been all Lake Stevens. They've been in there five times. 35 nothing. End of the first quarter over the Bethel Bison. Second quarter coming up right here on KRKO. Whether you're talking about a building or a sports team, the foundation has to be strong. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit Ready Mix have been a big part of so many strong foundations across the community, and they're not going anywhere. Concrete, sealants, aggregates, and so much more, supplying the best contractors around. Servicing the community for over four decades, Smoky Point Concrete believes in building teams and communities the old-fashioned way, the same way that has served us all for so many years. Proud to support local sports, Smoky Point Concrete, Com. Working with your own two hands to keep the industries in the Pacific Northwest moving forward. It's possible at Everett Engineering. Machining and fabrication services to make new and replacement parts for all industries. Everett Engineering supports the people, keeps the Puget Sound area growing, and now we are growing too. If you've got experience as a manual machinist, CNC programmer, or you're just interested in starting a career, find employment opportunities and benefits at EverettEngineering.com. Equal opportunity employer. Again, EverettEngineering.com. Let's take a look at some total numbers here. It's been pretty impressive in this first quarter with Lake Stevens leading at 35-0. Ted, you've got some numbers. I do. Total yards for Lake Stevens, 184 yards. And Bethel, just nine. So dominant uh, game thus far by Lake Stevens. Five possessions, five TDs, five extra points, 35 to nothing. So here we go. It's going to be second down and seven yards to go at the 23-yard line for the Bison. Bought the right hash mark. Finally out of that end of the end zone, but they're heading in that direction of the end zone. Little a toss around the left-hand side. Malo on it to the 30, 35, and out of bounds. That's the best play they've had from scrimmage, just that little toss forward. So that'll be a passing play on that play, and it would be enough for a first down for Bethel. If I'm not mistaken, that might be the first first down. 
They have more yards on that play than they've had the entire first quarter. So from the 35-yard line, Bethel gets a first down, and it's first and 10 from the 35. Just underway, second quarter here at Lake Stevens High School. Loser out, winner advances into the state round of the playoffs, and then a committee decides they'll seed the bracket for next week. We'll be back with you next week. Don't know who or where or when, but we know we'll be back with a first-round state playoff game. Shotgun snap here. First time he's been out of the shotgun. Javon Wills around the left-hand side. Gets a little running room, across the 40, out to the 41-yard line. So there, there's a little bit of running here for the Bethel Bison. Well, there's some fight for the Bison. You know, they're not... They're not tucking their tail and, and giving up. They're, they're still playing hard. Give seven yards and play. Give seven yards, so put them out to the 42-yard line where it'll be second down, three yards to go for Bethel. Bethel, the white jerseys, white pants, black helmets, really dark burgundy, and a black trim. Moving from left to right here out of the South Puget Sound League. Second down, three yards to go from the 42-yard line. Lake Stevens with a 35 to nothing lead. Out of the shotgun is Evan Barnes, the freshman quarterback. They don't have that, uh, that, that play was. I'm not sure what they were well, doing. Even if they would have snapped it, they didn't have enough men on the line of scrimmage. They had five, they had five guys in the, on, not on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it looked like yeah the left side of the line was back a yard. Well, and then the tight end left his spot to flip and go to the other side, but he didn't line up back on the line, so they. That play would have come back anyway. The rules of football say you got to have seven on. Seven on the line of scrimmage. So it'll be second down and eight yards to go now after the illegal procedure penalty. So second and eight from the 37-yard line. Now under center is Barnes, quarterback for Bethel. Give it to Javon Wills, looking for a little hole. He won't find it. It closed up and absolutely nowhere to run a forward this time against that uh, defense. He's just running into a purple wall right there. There's just nowhere to go. All I saw was purple. So out to the 39-yard line. So they will give a gain of two. So third and six here for Bethel. With the ball at the 39-yard line. Not much. Uh, the people here in the stands are just kind of reading, looking at their phones. Because, you know, they'll cheer if Lake Zevens does something. A sparse crowd on hand here made the trip up from down in Spanaway. Third and six from the 39-yard line. Toss around the left-hand side. That's Wills. Wills got to the line of scrimmage and then got just absolutely crunched. If they're going to give forward progress to the 40. Well, that was hard, hard to get there because he ran into another defensive wall. Yeah, like I said earlier, it's like they're just sizing them up in team. I think they're doing. Fourth down, five yards. I think they're doing a lot of jawing. Aren't they yakking at each other there, Amp? Well, I've got the uh, the headphones on, so I'm not hearing as much on the field. But if they are, I can hear it if I took one of the ears off because it's quiet down here. It looked like one of the Lake Stevens guys was just kind of yapping at one of the other guys from Bethel. Fourth down here, going for it. Going for it from the 40-yard line. Fourth and five. The shotgun snap, and he dropped the football. It was too high a snap. It went off his fingertips, 
bounced on the ground, and then Barnes went down to get it. So anything good that was going to come of that, going for it on fourth down and five at the 40, all for not. They'll turn it over on downs anyway. And let's go right back down to Amp on the sideline. Well, I didn't hear any uh, any jawing, but uh, what I did see was two straight plays where the snap was a little hard to handle for the quarterback there. The freshman, it hit him in the hands the first time, but he quickly got it out of there and got it to the running back. That time it just stoinked off the hands, and he did the right thing. He just ate it. But, uh, yeah, bad things on two straight plays. We've got to change the quarterback. Tom. Oh, we're going to have... Is it Caden LaPlante? It is. Caden LaPlante in there here in the second quarter, taking the place of Colton Matson. His night might be done. He put up 35 in the first quarter. That's a pretty good evening. LaPlante rolls back to pass. Looking, looking, throws it as hard as he can into the traffic. Almost intercepted. Isaac Redford was the intended receiver, but there were a couple of guys in white that had a chance to get that one out of Bethel. Dante Van Amberg was the chief among them, had a chance for it. Didn't come up with it, so it'll be... Incomplete pass, second down, 10, coming up here for at the 35-yard line for Lake. Well, that's kind of indicative of Coach Try, right? It's first play in, it doesn't matter. No. All right, we're going to run what we run. I don't care who's playing quarterback. Well, if you remember a year ago, they needed every quarterback they owned. Yes, they did. <laughs> and it took them to the state championship game where they got beat by Grant Kapowson, but but they lost Grayson Murin, remember, last year in the last regular season game. And then, and then they then they lost the plant in the Glacier Peak game and went wildcat to win that game. Right. And then we saw the emergence of the freshman for the Which rest of the playoffs. Matson, who went the first quarter here, now it's LaPlante, tosses it over to the left-hand side. Turning the corner is Jaden Lamar. He'll get out of bounds right around the 25-yard line. Maybe enough for a first down. We'll see where they spot it. They do. I think it's an 11-yard gain and a first down. Yep, they will make the stick. Looked like Amp managed to stay out of the way on that one right there. See a good block by uh, Belong Banks, though. Yes, you don't get. You're not insured down there, so just be careful. I can backpedal. (laughs) Not not if Jaden Lamar's coming at you. You can't. Wisdom. (laughs) First. First down, 10 yards to go here for Lake Stevens. Now again, the short field inside the 25-yard line. They're from the 24. Here's the snap. The, the pass over the right side is going to be complete to Bolon Banks. Cross the 20, 15 down for another first down. Down to about the 11-yard line. Put him back. They'll stop him at the 12-yard line. That's another first down. First down. So Cassidy Bolong Banks will get a first down. It'll be in the red zone. It'll be first and 10 at the 12. So they can get a first down without going in to the end zone. Just a simple little bubble screen there to the three receiver side. And three receivers on the left side again in this play. That's the wide side of the field to the near side. LaPlante out of the shotgun. Here's the snap. Give it to Jaden Lamar, looking for a See corner. Him. He does. 10-5. He can just walk into the end zone. Walk into the end zone for another touchdown. Cassidy Bolong Banks was they were kind of out for a kind of Bullong, stroll. Bolong Banks was looking for someone to block. There, there was just nobody there. There weren't nobody there. And he goes into the end zone so for a he touchdown. He said, hey, I'll jog in with you. Amp. You don't see that every day. No. Like, he he cut it hard to the right, cut it back to the left, and it was just a nice Sunday stroll and belong banks. Like you said, he had nobody to block, so he just celebrated the last three yards. So did I, there's a flag 
Didn't see it. Way over on the far hash mark at the nine-yard line. I think this is and Joel Taylor's coming over to talk to Coach Try. So it's going to be face mask on the defense. Oh, it's going to be face mask on the touchdown. So my guess is they will um, enforce that on the kickoff. So the touchdown is good. It'll be a face mask here. Uh, oh, on on Lake Stevens? Oh, a face mask on Lake Stevens. Well, it wasn't it wasn't Jaden Lamar or Cassidy Bolong Banks because they there was nobody from Bethel within 10 yards of them. But it had to be a dead ball foul. Apparently. Yeah, because otherwise the touchdown wouldn't count. Right, it was during the play. So waiting for McCray Flanders to put up the extra point here. And it is on the way, and it is good. We'll take a break with 7 minutes and 54 seconds to play here in the first half of action. Our score, the Lake Siemens Vikings 42, and the Bethel Bison nothing. Back with more right here on KRKO. The high school football season and the Everett Silver Tips hockey season continues. That means Friday night, we're going to throw a change-up in our broadcast schedule. Friday night, it's the 4A District crossover playoff matchup between the Lake Stevens Vikings and the Bethel Bison. High school football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3 starting at 6.30. Meanwhile, the Everett Silver Tips and the Saskatoon Blades will move up the dial to Classic Country KXA 1520 AM and FM. FM 101.1. That game broadcast starts an hour early at 5.30. Our Friday night tradition continues. High school football on Everett's Greatest Hits, KRKO. Everett Silver Tips Hockey on Classic Country, KXA. Everett's Greatest Hits, Sports and More, KRKO, Everett. Welcome back to Lake Stevens. Where we've Still got seven minutes and 54 seconds to play here in this first half of action at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish. The Glacier Peak Grizzlies have a 13-7 lead over the Woodenville Falcons. That's a another 4A district crossover game. That's a halftime score. That was a halftime score. I'll give you some other scores. Um, Monroe leading Liberty in the second quarter, 14 to nothing. Peninsula and Arlington tied at seven in the second quarter. Stanwood 14, Lakes nothing in the second quarter. Mariner 7, Inglemore nothing. That's a long playoff. Here's the kick away. This time, McCray Flanders puts it. Of course, he, they had put on the 15 yards for the He's penalty. kicking from midfield. Yeah, he put it out the, almost over to Elam Lutheran Church there. Let's take a look at the uh, scoring drive by the Lake Stevens Vikings with Ted Beener. Well, they started on Bethel's own 35-yard line, took just four plays and 55 seconds uh, for... The touchdown, and this time it was a 12-yard TD run by Jaden Lamar, giving Lake now a 42 to nothing lead here with 7:54 left in the second period. Again, a running clock starts in the second half, unless the coaches agreed ahead of time. Playoff games, you're not going to agree ahead of time, so we'll have running clock in the second half here. And once you get there, you can't buy your way out of it. And we're going to have a timeout called here by timeout, Bethel Braves. Let's give you some other scores. They did have a final. O'Day beat Edmonds Woodway. So Edmonds Woodway is done. O'Day 56, Edmonds Woodway 20. Uh, final, Seahome beat Cascade 48-28, non-playoff game. Fourth quarter score, Montlake Terrace leading Meadowdale 27-6. I think we're getting you 
caught up here. It's again, 13-7, Glacier Peak leading at the half against Woodenville. And this game here this evening, it's been all Lake Stevens. And, Coach, we expected it. I'm not sure we expected this much of a domination. No. I think that's a fair assessment of what we were thinking. The um, Bethel Bison came up. We mentioned in the pregame, they, they lost to the teams you're going to lose to. Down in, the, in their league, and all those teams, including Grant Kapowson and Puyallup and Rogers, they're all in the playoffs. They're all in this 40 uh, district tournament, if you will. Well, and you know, when you're the last playoff berth out of your league, you're going to play the, the top team in, in the, the yep. league that you match up with. That's always a tough one. So, first and 10 from the 20 yard line here for the Bethel Bison. Evan Barnes, the quarterback, stands in the shotgun. He'll, he'll run the football. Wills will carry, and nothing there. He's going to lose a couple of yards back to the 18-yard line. Absolutely nowhere to go. The previous scoring recap brought to you by Everett Engineering. Proudly growing with the Pacific Northwest and now hiring. Go to EverettEngineering.com for open positions. EverettEngineering.com, equal opportunity employer. So after the loss of two, it's second down, 12 yards to go from the 18-yard line for Bethel. 7.24 to go. Opening half of action. A 42-0 lead for Lake Stevens and Bethel. The Bison with the football. Standing in the shotgun. Double wide out to the narrow side of the field. Back to pass is Barnes. Slings it left side. It's going to be incomplete. It's kind of low and outside that time. Hard to hold it. And it was Justin Smith was the intended receiver. Draped on there by a defender. Redford was in on the defense. Redford's always lurking around. He let He's, West go in interceptions. We uh, replayed some of his interview, post-game interview on Press Force Weekly on Monday night. What yeah. well-spoken oh, young yeah. man he is. Wow. Yeah, I listened to that live. There's good reason to replay that one. <laughs> yeah, he's good. And he's a good player. So here we go. From the 18-yard line, third down. And long third and 12 for Bethel. As they stand with the shotgun. Barnes gets the snap. Drops back. Steps up in the pocket. Gets drilled as he lets go of the football. Too long. Incomplete pass. That's the thing for Lake Stevens. I was overthrown a little bit because uh, Varela was on the coverage there. He kind of slipped and stumbled. That receiver actually came open, but the ball was overthrown. Anthony Bono was the intended receiver. That rolls it up to fourth down here. Fourth and 12 for Bethel. I think the hardest decision Coach Try has with the rest of the game is when does he start to pull his starters out? Right. Um, and you know how long do you want to play him in a game that, for all intents purposes, is done? Right. And you know you want to risk injury in a game that's already decided. Well, he's already changed quarterbacks. It was not blocked. It's a short punt. And then Varela up the left-hand side. He escapes one, escapes two, three, and four. But number five finally gets him and rolls him to the ground. And they're, they're calling for the official. They want to have some kind of illegal block or something, something for the Lake Stevens Vikings. Yeah, Cyrus House, number 14 for Bethel, saved the touchdown right there. So, yeah, we've got a... Um, Injured Bethel Bison making his way to the far sideline. Jawan Camacho 
will make his way over there. He's hopping on one foot. They, they're shorthanded anyway, Coach. You, what do you count coming in? Uh, 34 30. players dressed for the game. So here we go. Another short field. They'll start this drive in the red zone. It's going to be first and 10 from the 13-yard line. Matson is back in. He rolls to the right. Kind of directing traffic. Now we've got a flag down. He's going to run the football, trying to escape. Gets down close to the five. But we're going to go back for a penalty. I think we're going to have a hold there. And we also had somebody's got an untied shoe, and one of the linemen kind of went down as well. So it'll be holding here against Lake Stevens. So that'll back it up 10 yards from the point of that infraction. And that's where if I'm Coach Try and I see Matson pull it down and start running, I start holding my breath. And yeah. You know, really begin to question how much longer I want to leave that young man in there. He was out for the one series with LaPlante. And so they're going to put it all the way out to the 25-yard line. Yeah, it looks like the hold was way back behind the line of scrimmage. So that'll back it up now to the 25-yard line where it's going to be first down and about 22 yards to go shotgun snap rolling back to pass Matson looks fires across the body across the field Bolong banks hauls it at the five goes into the end zone nobody from Bethel anywhere near him touchdown Lake Stevens little uh, trickeration play action roll right throw back uh, what a what a really cool play to play. Was, you know not every quarterback can throw that ball right roll to the far hash mark and then throw it across the field uh, between almost to the numbers. That's a pretty long throw, and he just put it right on him. He kind of had to climb the ladder a little bit to go get it. A little bit, but just think of the distance of that throw. <laughs> yeah, way back across his body and back to this side. Yeah. Yeah. Not every quarterback right here can make that throw. We're at 48 to nothing now with 6.19 to play in this first half. Here comes the snap of the kick by Flanders. It's up, and it is good. With six minutes and 19 seconds to play in the first half of action, our score, 49 to nothing. Lake Stevens over Bethel. Stay with us. More here in the second quarter after this timeout. Snohomish PUD has been energizing life in our communities for over 70 years. That's why your PUD is a proud supporter of broadcasting Western Conference High School athletics in our community. Congratulations to our local student-athletes for excelling in sports and academics. Your PUD offers several ways to help you save energy and lower your bill. The PUD offers instant rebates on energy-saving home improvements and special low prices on efficient home products. Check out snopud.com or visit marketplace.snopud.com for ways to save. We're glad you're with us here for this, well, it's become a blowout in favor of the Lake Stephen Vikings first round of the playoffs. Next round of the playoffs, don't know who, don't know when they'll play. The state committee will meet on Sunday, and they will then seed seeds 1 through 16 for all six classifications for the state and everybody heading for December 3rd. We'd like very much to be right back down at uh, Mount Tahoma Stadium where we were 11 months ago to see Lake Stevens. They lost that game to Grant Kapowson, a uh, league mate of, in fact, a district mate of the Bethel Bison who they're seeing tonight. Hope we get a little bit better weather this December. It was a bigger room. This time they did not 
put the uh, ball back and give him an advantage because of the penalty. But he put it out the back of the end zone. Anyway, let's take the look at that scoring drive with Ted. Well, they started the drive at Bethel's 13-yard line, then had that penalty, backed him up to the 25. And then right after that, Cassidy Banks hauls it in with that 25-yard TD catch from Colton Manson. That's Colton's, uh, what, his fifth touchdown pass at this point. One play, 27 seconds, and now Lake is up 49 to nothing. And Bethel will try again. We'll start from the 20-yard line. Evan Barnes under center. They'll give it a, a little quick handoff. And it's going to be a running play at the 25-30 out to the 32-33 yard line. Nice little running play there. Right straight up the middle. Elijah Pula on the carry that time. A new, new player that we haven't called out to the 33 yard line. One of their best plays from scrimmage here in this ballgame. 13 yards, their biggest play from scrimmage, in fact, at the 33-yard line. It's first and 10. Just inside six minutes of play in the first half. We'll have running clock coming up in the second half, so it'll go by fairly quickly. On first and 10, Lockley will run it around the left-hand side, looking to turn the corner. He does at the 35-40, and then kind of just stumbles and falls his way. And then we're going to have a flag coming in from the back judge. He threw it about 25 yards in the air on the run. That was as impressive a throw as Matson's throw by the official, the back judge. Are we going to have a late hit? Close to the line to gain. It's going to be. Flag on the play. It looks going to be on Lake Stevens. We think it's on Becker. Yeah. I don't like to call. Yeah, he, like just, he, he contacted him inbounds, and he went flying out of bounds. No doubt right. about it. He almost ended up over at the team bench, but it wasn't because he was hit late. I don't, I'm not so sure I agree with that call. The ball carrier was Lockley, and then he got thrown out of bounds, apparently on a personal foul on Lake Stevens. So that'll give him 15 more yards and put it now the deepest penetration into Lake Stevens territory for Bethel. They're down at the Lake 44-yard line. Evan Barnes gives it to Lockley. He'll fall forward for a no gain, maybe a half yard or so, but not really very much there running. Was it me or did I see the light blink? I thought I saw the... Oh, they're 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 reading the power outage message over the PA system. Oh, what to do? Yeah, if it happens, coach, you you protect me, protect the gear, protect the gear. There's 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 a couple thousand people that all have a flashlight. That's right. Yeah. And protect the cookies. Every man for himself. From the 44-yard line, second down, 10 yards to go. Ball the left hash mark. For Bethel, give it to, they're going to run it, not, Wills carries that time. He's going to get hit for a tackle for loss. And it's going to be a two-yard loss. That'll bring up third and 12 here for Bethel. It's back to the 46-yard uh, line. So it'll be third and 12 coming up. 427 to play in this first half. It's gone all Lake Stevens away here tonight. Third and 12 from the 46-yard line, right in the middle of the logo. 
in the center of the field here at Lake Stevens. The ball is snapped, four minutes to play in the half. Third and 12. Barnes rolls back to pass. Has a little time this time. Throws it right down the middle into traffic. Flag down and almost picked. Almost picked. It went in and out of the hands of the would-be interceptor. Meanwhile, we're going to have a defensive holding penalty here. That's the reason I think that the uh, the defender was so open. And the back judge explains it to Tom Try. He just shakes his head and walks back towards his team. Like, we don't need to be making these kind of mistakes. And the, the games, Coach, you know that very well, having been in the playoffs for years and years and years. They don't get any easier after tonight. No, they do not. And, you know, if you're Bethel, it's not at all what you thought the night would be. But at the same time, you made an important jump in your program you got here. Right. So, but if you're late now, it's just how do you manage this the rest of the way? So it'll be third down and two yards to go at the 36-yard line. Power formation here. Philomao will carry, and he will get hit for a loss. No gain. In fact, they'll just put it right back to the line of scrimmage. Who led this? Was that Slezak? Yes. Bryce Slezak leads the charge. So fourth and two coming up. At the 36-yard line. Three and a half to go in the half. Going forward on fourth down. Fairly deep in Lake Stevens territory at the 36-yard line. This has been their longest possession of the night so far. Over three minutes by Bethel. Back to the eye now. Single wide out to the right. Uh, tripped up, almost tripped. Throws a kind of a wounded duck there. It was tipped. It was tipped at the line of scrimmage. He tripped up as well. He tripped, and then it was tipped. And what this means is it's turned over on downs, and it'll be Lake Stevens football. They'll start this drive from their own 36-yard line. And we'll go right back downstairs to Amp. Absolutely, and, and that's at least the second, if not the third time I've seen you got to have your footwork when you're going to do a straight drop, especially against the team as fast as Lake. So he tripped over. I think he was his fullback and could not get his feet set, and it was tipped. It was awful. By the way, update on Camacho across the way. It appears to be a left knee injury. His return is questionable, but he does have his helmet. Balls at the 36-yard line. It's a first and 10. Lake Stevens with 3.04 to play in this first half. Shotgun snap, little shuttle, give it to Jaden around the corner at the 40, then hit hard as he goes out of bounds into the bench area of the near sideline. Not enough for a first down. They're going to say he stepped out of bounds at about the 44. So it'll be an eight-yard gain. That'll stop the clock as he stepped out of bounds. Yeah, that was Joseph Santos, number 19, uh, that was there to meet uh, Mr. Lamar. Joel Taylor kind of got in the way there, too. He almost... Well, and a number of the Lake Stevens players. I mean, you got to yeah. be paying attention when you're on that sideline. Well, you got to, especially if you're holding up the eight and the the seven well, dice. Yeah, holding up the cards makes it a little harder to get out of the way, I think. <laughs> especially in the wind, you know, catch it like a sail. Second and two from the 46. They'll throw at 49, 44, get out. Redford makes a catch at the 45, across the 50, and now into Bethel territory. Down to the 49-yard line. Redford kind of came back and got it, then headed upfield. 
eluded a couple of would-be tacklers, gets a seven-yard gain of the pass play, and that'll put it into Bethel territory at the 49-yard line. Yeah, that's uh, they threw a little uh, tunnel screen there. So we've seen a lot of the uh, um, legendary uh, Lake Stevens screen game here tonight. So Matson standing in the shotgun. We're coming up on two and a half minutes to play in this first half. A little toss to Lamar around the left side, heading upfield. Kind of stiff arms a man at the 45. Stays on his feet and goes out of bounds on the near side right near the 40. And now another flag comes down. We've got a pushing pushing in the back there. Another Lake Stevens player lost his helmet. The flag came in at the end of the play. And then, yeah, he, he got up. The flag came in. Then he gave the... Bethel guy gave the Lake Stevens kid a shove in the back. And now he's headed for the sideline. That's something that you're going to hope that, uh, you know, he's frustrated. Yeah, you you understand, but here's where you hope that he gets coached up over there on the sideline. Got to keep your cool. Composure is important. So a dead ball foul, personal foul, face mask against the uh, Bethel Bison. So that's the big, that's not the, oops, my hand grazed the face mask. This is the, I grabbed it big time variety. Grabbed it big time enough to pull it off a guy's head. Well, yeah, that's that's big time to me. That's about as big as it gets. So 15-yard penalty off and an automatic first down would have gotten it anyway off the yardage. And honestly, 34 years of whenever I've been around this game, I don't think I've seen in the same game. We've seen that twice tonight. Right. Yep. So that'll make the line of scrimmage now the 25-yard line with 2.22 to play here in this first half. That was a nine-yard gain. Then they tack on the penalty and move it to the 25-yard line where it's first and 10 for Lake Stevens. Ball the left hash. Redford split way out. He's halfway to Maltby over on the right side there. Now they put a man in motion to the right side. Counter. And they'll do a little counter. Bolong Banks try to spin across the 25 and stacked up there. Got to the 24. Cassidy Bolong Banks. They're going to put him right back at the line of scrimmage for no gain on the play. I don't think I've ever seen that play by Lake Stevens, have I? No, they normally run it to Lamar. But uh, there, it's almost like they use Lamar as the decoy and then ran the uh, inside counter with uh, Belong Banks. But that's normally where Lamar will, will take that. You almost feel like Lake Stevens is going at about 80% throttle. Yeah, and they're not going near as fast as they normally go in between plays. No. You know, getting up on the ball. Don't need to. No, they're, they want the clock to start running and keep running. Here we go, Jaden Lamar. Oh, he gets met hard. Wow. As he got the football, tried to turn the corner. Cyrus, Cyrus House. Wow. He, he, he was at the right place at the right time. They looked like they were dancing as soon as he hit him. So no game. In fact, it's going to be a three-yard loss of the play. And, and now we've got a flag that comes in, and somebody from Lake Stevens is yakking in there. At the official, I do believe. Is it Jaden Lamar? Yeah, he's got his teammates pushing him back, telling him to be quiet. So, so we're going to have a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty apparently here against Lake Stevens. They're already backing up. They they know it's on us. Cyrus, I have a feeling maybe did something, and he took took exception or said something. Yeah. So now the officials, all five of them again, are gathered around. This is the officials. They hate these kinds of games. 
they like absolutely them. do. If you talk to them, they don't like, you know, uh, they're not easy for them to do. No. And this is one where you, you talk to the captain and say, we can end this right now and we'll just go home. Yeah, but honestly. And I, mean, I get paid the same amount yeah. whether I do the rest of the game or not. Yeah, and honestly, I'll go back and say this again, but if I'm Coach Try, and I've been in these games, I'm more on edge now than I was right. before the game started because I just want to get out of this game now. Yeah. And I want my guys to get out healthy. And every play they're out there, you know, there's, there's, there's a chance that something might happen. And, you know, we see Lamar. Lamar got stuck right there. Yeah. He got hit pretty good. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's been trash talking since the outset. We, the, uh, oh, since the kickoff. Yeah. The officials... This is the second time that I can think of that they had a full five officials gathered in a circle. We're starting to get the let's go from the people on the uh, Lake Stevens sideline here where we are on the uh, in the press box. <laughs> yeah, they're they're having a long, long discussion. And see what they're I'm not sure what they're even discussing here. Let's the back judge, he, he left the meeting. He, he adjourned his part. And he's well, that's general standard practice for the officials. It's really rare to, like you said earlier, receive all five together because right. you want one outside to be able to keep an eye on all the players. Right. So David Sather, the referee, is going to give us a uh, an indication here. Dead ball foul, personal foul against Bethel, unsportsmanlike against Lake Stevens, those are a wash. They Yeah, personal foul on Bethel and unsportsmanlike conduct. That's the yakking that was going on. And I think, yep. Well, and they're Let's, probably being told also at halftime, please address this with your team. Yeah. And have your guys knock it off. Yeah. What do you got, Am? Well, I, I had a question uh, specifically for Coach because I left my rule book in uh, in my locker. But uh, <laughs> unlike NFL and uh, college, do they do they count personal fouls no, for no, ejections? No, no. So at the college level, I know that's the one I'll speak to. Two of those in the game will get you ejected. Right. Not here no. at the high school level. No. Now usually you're going to be coached to get that kid out of there. Yeah, and we saw that earlier. Yeah, you, they can't be ejected if the if the Yep. The foul itself is bad enough. And then you don't play the next play. On, on a third down play, here's a little pass play to Becker into the end zone. Touchdown, Lake Stevens. After all of that, from 28 yards away, a quick strike after everybody's been standing around for 10 minutes. And Matson says, let's go to the end zone, boys. And they do. It's a touchdown. It's 55 to nothing. Another tunnel screen. Yep. So a 55 nothing after, after all that standing around, and we're yakking about rules and personal fouls and unsportsmanlike conduct, and then they just say, yeah, let's let's score another one. It's just like Stevens doing what Lake Stevens does. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it, didn't, it didn't matter to them. It was third and long. They're going to throw a pass that really literally only goes two yards down the field but then goes to the house. Snap is down, the kick is airborne, and it is good. We'll take a break with 45 seconds to go in the first half. Our score, the Lake Stevens Bison, 56, and the Bethel Bison, nothing. We'll be back after this.
Rejuvenate your body and your mind at HRT and IV in Snohomish. A non-surgical facelift, microdermabrasion, medical weight loss, all available at HRT. Rehydrate or recover with an IV cocktail or relax with ear candling or holistic color therapy at HRT and IV on Airport Road in Snohomish. Book online, hrtiv.com. Hydration, weight loss, hormones, and now skincare and holistic therapy. Appointments available, hrtiv.com. Airport Road in Snohomish. HRT ivy.com another final score from a non-playoff game Montlake Terrace defeats at Meadowdale tonight 33-6 here we've got a 56 to nothing I think this is the record coach for me well if it is for you it is for me because you've been doing this a lot longer than I have how about coach on the sidelines uh, I've never seen up or down no, no I've never seen so here's the approach by McCray Flanders. He's got to be getting tired. Moves the ball out of there down to the 10 yard line on the return. 15 and then kind of crawling forward out to about the 20. And oh, Van on the return. Let's take a look at that scoring drive with Ted. Well, this was their. Essentially their longest scoring drive of the night, 64 yards, six plays, two minutes, 19 seconds. And of course it was topped off by uh, yard TD catch from Colton Matson. And now we're at 56, nothing here with just 39 seconds left in the first half. That scoring recap brought to you by Glass by Lund, family owned and operated since 1967, offering the best price, value, and quality installation online at Glass by Lund. Com. They're just across the lake, right over there. Where West by London. First and ten from the 19-yard line. Back to pass is Barnes. Looks over the middle. Throws. It's going to be Redford. Going to take it to the house. Plays the other guy. Reservations for check. Isaac Redford. Your pants is ready. Touchdown, Mike Stevens on the interception return. Any questions? I'll take questions from the audience. Wow, Isaac Redford, it was just thrown right to him. He just had to then just, and there was no one around, and into the end zone he went, and it's 62 to nothing. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Well, we're kind of glad we were here to kind of see, see something like this. Man. And so, the addition of the extra point coming up here for Flanders. Sometimes maybe you put in your other kicker. I was thinking that earlier. <laughs> well, it's not even the second half. No. And that's the and that's the tough and the that's a tough spot for Coach Wright to be in. Yeah. About how long you keep these guys in, but I don't know. What do you do? You go in and get get the backups ready in the second half, or do you roll the starters out for a series in the second half? And that's that's generally kind of the. Is that what you usually did? What, that's what it, that's what I did. That's what about everybody I know that I that coached against is playing for does. one more series. Yeah, one more series. But I don't know. Like you said, I've never seen a 63-0 halftime score. So, well, does that change things? Yeah, and Brandon Carson said it years ago too, when he had his Lake Stevens teams that were, or um, excuse me, Marysville Pilsen teams that were just rolling it up. And he said, "We play the first half. I don't care what the score is. We're playing the first half." Then we'll make a decision at halftime what we're going to do in the second half. Exactly. I can't have my guys work all week and then, hey, you're playing a quarter and a half in my season. Well, yeah. 
that, that makes sense. Unless they're hurt or, you know. Yeah, you want them to get their work done. Sure. You know, uh, yeah, they, mom and dad are here. Grandma and grandpa came to watch them. And girlfriends in the crowd, you know. All the, the, the biggest obstacle now for Coach Try is getting your guys, your backups in, having them be organized. Yeah. Everybody knows, hey, I'm on offense now. I'm on defense, right? Hey, I gotta be on that kickoff. So maybe they'll do a lot of that at halftime. Let's get all those guys staged up and ready to go. So get your uh, position coaches ready to go, and, and let's let's work on that stuff. Yeah, I'm sure he'll pull those guys aside and say, "Hey, uh, this is what we're doing. Get your guys ready. And this is when we'll pull the trigger on it and do it." Ted, have you burned up the motherboard on that computer yet? Oh my goodness gracious! That was a 35-yard interception return, a pick six, right? That's what it was by uh, Isaac Redford. Boy, my goodness gracious, I've never seen 63 to nothing before we even reached the end of the first half in any game I've ever uh, played in or have uh, watched. Amazing. That scoring recap brought to you by the law office, Russell and Hill. Proud sponsors of the Boy and Girl Athlete of the Month and Athlete of the Year program. Russell and Hill, called 800-LAW-0842. So first and ten with 30 seconds to go for Bethel. Different quarterback in there now. They'll toss it around the left side. Not much running room there. Bethel now with Vashon Egatal. Lockley on the carry. Egatal is the quarterback. They're going to lose a yard. That will be that end of the first half. We're going to hear from Coach Tom Try here going off at half from amp down on the sidelines as the time winds down and we have mercifully reached the halftime here at Lake Stephen Stadium. The winner advances, the loser is done for the year and it's a 63-0 lead for the Bethel Bison. The second half will go by really quickly because we will be in running clock situation. Coach Tom tries making his way there. Let's go down to Amp. Yes, we're talking with Coach Tom Try, and I'll, I'll just make this simple for you, Coach. Your thoughts on that first half? Well, we're playing really well right now, and they're struggling a little bit. And you know, we we have some momentum, and we kept it pretty much the majority of that first half. And our guys are making good plays, and we're putting points on the board. Absolutely. Any uh, any thoughts on the second half, or uh, catch you on the other side? Uh, just want to play smart and take care of the ball and get out of here without getting anyone hurt and have some fun. Absolutely. I'll let you get back to it, Coach. Back upstairs to you guys. Thank you very much. Amp down the sidelines with Coach Tom Fry. It's tough if you're the coach on the north sideline or on the south sideline in a game like this. I mean, what do you, if you're, if you're Coach Tremaine, what do you say? Right. Go out there, keep playing. I mean, you're out here because you love this game. Yeah. Right? you got two more quarters this year to go play, so just go put your best foot forward, see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that wouldn't be easy to be in front of those guys at half. And like we were talking about earlier, now your coach dry. you got to get together with your coaches and figure out what you want to do the second half in terms of your substitutions, when you want to do your substitutions. And so we are going to take a break, come back, we'll take a look at the first half scoring, and there was a lot of it. Viking 63. Bison, nothing. Halftime. We'll be back with more right here on KRKO.
Whether you're talking about a building or a sports team, the foundation has to be strong. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit Ready Mix have been a big part of so many strong foundations across the community, and they're not going anywhere. Concrete, sealants, aggregates, and so much more, supplying the best contractors around. Servicing the community for over four decades, Smoky Point Concrete believes in building teams and communities the old-fashioned way, the same way that has served us all for so many years. Proud to support local sports, SmokyPointConcrete.com. Settle down. This is an emergency meeting of the American Nightlife Council. We're in trouble. NBC's new Friday comedy hour has Dwayne Johnson and George Lopez. It's our worst nightmare. Instead of going out, people can watch Lopez versus Lopez, then Young Rock with Dwayne freaking Johnson. Nobody will ever go out again. Put that chair down, sir. NBC's new Friday comedy hour premieres tonight on NBC. King 5 Shante Sumter knows traffic. Typically, the traffic here starts in Pierce County. Like the jam you're probably in now. Snohomish County usually starts off pretty slow, but when it's 6 o'clock, oh, it's time to go. And how to get around it. There's not always a quick fix, but it all boils down to using the maps, paying attention to those hot spots, and seeing what's the best way to work around the different incidents that we're dealing with each morning. Join Shante, Jake, Mimi, and Rich on King 5 Mornings, weekdays starting at 430 for more than 100 years, the Boy Scouts of America Mount Baker Council has been providing youth across five counties with opportunities to learn skills, make friends, and become leaders. In today's world, the skills and opportunities provided are more important than ever. The Mount Baker Council auction helps raise funds for programming and activities that help support this mission, help fund adventure, and pick up some cool items, including trips, signed Seahawks, Mariners, Marvel, Star Wars, and music memorabilia, plus camping items, jewelry, and more. Help make a difference in the lives of today's youth. Visit mountbakerbsa.org to learn more. Save our songbirds with Wild Birds Unlimited in Everett. Keep cats indoors, drink bird-friendly coffee, and reduce plastics to help our native bird populations. Bird watching is another basic way you can help save our songbirds. So turn to the staff at Wild Birds Unlimited to get you started on Evergreen Way or mywbu.com slash Everett. We're at Lake Stevens High School tonight. And it has been all Vikings here. They lead the Bethel Bison out of the South Puget Sound League. 63 to nothing here at the half. We'll take a look at the first half scoring in just a little bit. Taking a look at some of the uh, scores of other ball games. Do uh, you have an update, Coach, on the Glacier Peak game? Uh, yeah, they've started the third quarter. Okay, while you're pulling that, 13-7 Glacier Peak with six. Oh, excuse me, 19-7. Right, with 6-19 left in the third Okay, so Glacier Peak with the lead there. Monroe leading Liberty of Issaquah 21-7. That's in the third quarter. Halftime, Peninsula leads Arlington 14-7. Stanwood leading Lakes 21-6. These are all crossover games with the loser out in the playoffs. Now, these are not the other ones I'm going to give you here. From Thursday night, Mount Vernon beat Jackson 36-6. Newport over Cedarcrest 14-3. Second quarter, Mariner leading Inglemore 13-0. And we'll give you some other scores as we go. Let's take a look at the scoring from the first half. And Tornado Ted Peter has a look at all of those scoring plays. Oh, my goodness. Where do I begin? Let's start at the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> very, very good place to start. It would be a good place to start. You know, they had a total of... Uh, 
eight possessions in the game and scored on all eight times. So the first one, they started at their own nine-yard line, went 91 yards in just four plays, a minute 56, and that was topped off by Jaden Lamar making that fantastic 52-yard touchdown run, and that gave Lake an early 7-0 lead. Right after that, their next possession started at uh, Bethel's 39. Four plays later, 54 seconds, Cole Becker hauling in a 14-yard TD catch from quarterback Colton Matson, and that gave Lake a 14 to nothing lead. Their third possession, still in the first quarter. This time, after that block punt, they started at their 16-yard line, and just two plays later, 54 seconds, uh, it was a 12-yard TD catch by Cole Becker from Colton Matson giving Lake a 21 to nothing lead. Then their next possession, again this time from the Bethel 13-yard line, even after a penalty, they uh, put it into the end zone four plays later, minute 43, 9-yard TD catch, this time by Isaac Redford. That was a great catch, by the way. And uh, that was 28 to, 28 to nothing, and we're still in the first quarter. Their next possession, this was uh, just uh, one play from 20 yards out, Jaden Lamar, uh, with a 20-yard uh, TD catch, took just nine seconds and giving Lake a 35 to nothing lead with 55 seconds left in the first quarter. <clears throat> As we moved into the second quarter, uh, this time, well, Lake had to work a little harder, 35 yards out for a uh, number of four plays, in this case, 55 seconds, and 12-yard TD run by Jane Lamar, and that gave Lake a 42 to nothing lead. And let's see here. We've got uh, their seventh scoring play, seventh possession, 25 yards, one play. And this was a 25-yard TD catch by Cassidy Banks from quarterback Colton Matson, And that gave Lake a 49 to nothing lead. Their eighth possession, this is one of their longer drives the night. First one of the night was the longest. 64 yards, six plays, two minutes, 19 seconds. Uh, capped off by a 20-yard or 28-yard TD catch again by Cole Becker, giving Lake a 56 to nothing lead. And just before the half, Isaac Redford had a pick six from 35 yards, and that gave Lake a 63 to nothing lead with just 30 seconds left in the half. And that's where we are at the half with Lake Stevens, 63 Bethel nothing. Coach, we talked about a little bit. Uh, McCray Flanders is out there, I think, working with the backup kicker. Yeah, and it, it appears as so. The quarterbacks are out here, and the plant's warming up. So um, I would fully expect we're going to start to see some substitutions from Coach Dry. Uh, I felt bad for Ted there. We almost needed to give him a halftime, a timeout. <laughs> Let him take a break. So there you go. 63 nothing. Lake Stevens leading Bethel. We'll come back, take a look at scores of other ball games as we continue live from Lake Stevens on this Friday night right here on KRKO. When you need to get a screwdriver fast for that one weird screw, Ace is the place. When you want to get that luxury riding lawnmower you've been researching for months, Ace is the place. And for everything in between, Ace is the place. Ace Hardware is where convenience meets quality. And when you shop at the Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, you're shopping at an Eaglestad Ace Hardware, locally owned by Christine Eaglestad. She lives here. Her kids went to school here. She's dedicated to the Lake Stevens community. So the next time you find a weird screw, or when it's time to get that riding mower, stop in to your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens. Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance knows that good coverage counts. Whether you're running through the defense to the end zone, finding a good position for the game-winning three-pointer, or if the neighbors need to refine their fastball. And here comes the pitch. 
Oh, sorry. Coverage is important. Call Mike Dixon to find out what coverage is best for you, and pretty soon you'll be Stixon with Dixon. That's Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance in Old Town Mugletio. Call 425-375-0860 today because coverage counts. At Honda of Marysville, customer satisfaction is paramount. From first-time buyers to busy families, even sensitive credit situations, we've got you covered. With thousands of five-star Google reviews, don't take my word for it. Hear what our customers have to say. It was easy to come in. They were super helpful. They did a great job, and I appreciate it. They made the whole thing very easy, explained everything to me. They were very kind and knowledgeable, not pushy. Boo. At Honda of Marysville, customer satisfaction is our number one priority. And we are changing the auto industry. One happy customer at a time. Have you been hurt in an auto accident and had trouble getting a fair settlement from the insurance company? Call us, attorneys Russell and Hill. We'll fight for your rights. We know how to play the insurance company game. We'll get things moving quickly and get you the settlement you deserve. Don't let the insurance company lowball you and delay your claim. Injured in a wreck and denied your check? You know what to do. Call Russell and Hill at 1-800-LAW-0842. That's 1-800-LAW-0842. Well, we got Tornado Ted Beener a um, drink of water now, so I think he's ready to go. He'll be ready to give our the stats from the first half. Well, I think it was pretty obvious it was all Lake Stevens here in the first half. Let's look at the running game first. Jaden Lamar, he uh, had nine carries for 101 yards and two touchdowns. While I'm talking about him, he also had one catch for 20 yards and one TD as well. For the rest of the guys, Paul uh, Varela had uh, one carry for two yards. Colton Matson had one carry for 13 yards, and Cassidy Banks, that was a unique play. He had one carry and for no gain. Now, Colton Matson, what a game in the first half. 10 of 11, 165 yards, and six touchdowns. Uh, and by the way, Caden LaPlante came in for a little while. He was one of two for 12 yards. I already mentioned Jaden catching his TD pass. Isaac Redford had three catches for 24 yards and one touchdown. Cassidy Banks, one catch, 4-12. And Cole Becker, well, he was the busy guy tonight. He has had five catches, 96 yards, and three of those touchdown uh, passes from Colton Matson. So on the ground, uh, 116 yards total rushing, 165 yards through the, excuse me, 177 through the, the yard, uh, through the air, and for a total of 293 yards uh, so far in the first half here for Lake Stevens. Looking at Bethel, it's been a tough, tough night. Uh, a lot of players trying to run the ball. At this point, uh, one of their leading runners, uh, Javon Wills, uh, let's see, he's had one, two, three runs that went negative, but overall he had seven carries for eight yards. Uh, Elijah Pula, he had one carry for 13 yards, and Prince Malo also had one carry for 13 yards. Um, Samalo Filamau, I think I did very well on that pronunciation. He had three carries for a total of three yards. And Roy Lockley, he had six carries for a total of 11 yards. They had just 43 yards rushing on the ground. For the quarterback, Evan Barnes, just a horrible night. He is 0 for 7 and had two, touched, uh, two interceptions, including that pick six there to finish the first half. And obviously none of our uh, the receivers have had anything uh, as uh, to catch. So a total of 43 total yards for Bethel tonight versus, what did I say for Lake Stevens? 293 total yards. Well, and Coach, the thing about the Lake Stevens total is not a huge big total. That's because they've gone to short field the whole evening. Yeah, they've lived in the Bethel half. 
Yeah, I mean, Bethel half of the field for pretty much the whole entire game. Yep. So we will take a break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at scores of other ball games again and get the second half underway. It'll be running clock from here on out, so the second half will go quickly here. 63-0. Yes, that's the halftime score. Lake Stevens 63, Bethel nothing. Back with the second half right after this timeout. Do you know a high school or college student looking for a summer job? GSR Rentals in Monroe is looking for full-time and part-time help. Working in the rental yard, setting up and delivering tents, chairs, and tables for events. No experience necessary, very competitive pay, and a great, fun work environment. For over 20 years, GSR Rentals has been a staple in party and equipment rentals. And with a reputation like that, GSR Rentals needs more help. Get that summer job checked off your list. Go to gsrparty.com for more information. gsrparty.com. Hiring now. GSR Rentals is an equal opportunity. Employer. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. K-R-K-O, the station specializing in songs that pick you up. Music makes you feel great, you know. Songs that get you singing. How can you not sing along? Sing with me, sing for the year, sing for the left, sing for the tear. Your music. I know all the words. It makes it easy to sing along. Maybe I'm amazed at the way you help me sing my song. It's Everett's Greatest Hits. Only on KRKO. Make way. Odyssey 2 is moving, and they've got a lot of stuff to move or sell. Swing by the soon-to-be old location of Odyssey 2, next to Nick's Jr. on Evergreen Way in Everett, and invest in some gold, silver, or military items. Before you know it, they'll be six blocks away in their new location in Claremont. Coins and collectibles, military items, even Halloween costumes at Odyssey 2. Moving sell going on now. Follow the move on Facebook or at odyssey-2.com. Welcome back. We're glad you're with us here and sticking with us for the evening as we sing a blowout here, 63-0. Lake Stevens leading the uh, Bethel Bison out of the South Puget Sound League. Coach, you have an update from the uh, – you've got your, your people out there, right? Your yeah. peeps out there at the uh, Glacier Peak game? Well, that would be my wife. Yes. Okay. But uh, GP19, Woodenville 14, 11.43 to go in the fourth quarter. Okay. So getting closer there. Monroe leading Liberty 21-7 to in the third quarter. Bellevue leading Snohomish 40-6. to That's in the third quarter. Third quarter score, Peninsula 14, Arlington 7. That's a 3A district crossover game down at Gig Harbor. Stanwood leading Lakes 21-6. to That is also in the third quarter. Mariner leading Inglemore 13-0 in the second quarter. Final, Shortcrest beat Marysville Getchell tonight 29-20. Halftime score, Actually, Motley Terrace, I think, ended up winning that ball game over the Meadowdale Mavericks, 33-6. to Got lots of pieces of paper and notes around here. Um, and let's give you Burlington Edison got the win tonight, 42-7 over Everett. That was a 6 o'clock game over at Everett Memorial Stadium. The Everett Silvertips pick up the win tonight in Saskatoon, 5-3 the final. They will be at Prince Albert tomorrow night. You'll hear that game right here on KRK Tomorrow evening, 5.30 pregame, 6.05, the face-off as they're live in the Mountain Time Zone in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. 
down at Husky Stadium in Seattle, the Washington Huskies and the Oregon State Beavers all knotted up at seven apiece. Again, 63 nothing is our score here as we're winding down to the end of the first half. And, Coach, I'll t- let's go into the leading locker room. You, you've you been up big, not this big, but you've been up big. What do you tell your team? Let's go out there and win well, one for the Gipper. That's gone, right? No, that's gone. I mean, the first thing you got to determine is when you address the team, you got to let them know what the plan is for the second half. You know, are the starters going to start and play a series? Are they not going to start? If not, okay, position coaches get together with your guys, get your subbing order in uh, uh, put together so that your guys are aware of who's in on what so that we don't uh, you know, look like a uh, totally disorganized bunch when we go back out. Right. And, uh, you know, just go out and play hard. Just keep doing what you're doing. It's working. Well, we see Colton Matson down here with his helmet off. He's just now putting it on. And he was on in the uh, huddle around, so I've got a feeling his his day is done for the day. He's getting his picture, picture time down here, right down here on the sideline. Amp, get in there, get in that picture. You'd be cute in that one. So if, if it's picture time, I guess it's uh, time to roll out the uh, subs. And I hate to bring this up, but what if you're um, – Fred Tremaine in that other locker room. Well, that's tough. You've been on you know, the other end of a well, couple of I, I've blowouts, I've been on too. a few of those. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got you've got to put on a brave face. You've got to be positive. You've got to say, hey, you're out here because you love this game. It hasn't gone the way that you or I or anybody would, would have wanted. But you know what? you got two quarters left this year to play a game that you love. Go out and play as hard as you can, play as good as you can. And, you know, if, you know win the second half if you can. They, they might start putting in some backups. So, you know, go out and... Uh, uh, have fun with the time that you have left. I'll clean up the story that we've, we've told last couple of weeks, but you, you said that you went to a game, and even during warm-ups, you'll see the other team. I've got a feeling when Lakes got here and they saw Jaden Lamar, they go, yeah, this is not going to go well this evening. Well, that, that might even There's be, some choice words you could use. But yeah, 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 and, and it might have even started earlier in the week when they just watched the film. Yeah. I mean, you know, you watch Lamar. I don't care if it's in person or on film. He's impressive. So they probably had a pretty good idea what they were in for. Yeah. We've got a backup kicker now. Luis Alvarado kicked it out of bounds, though. That's not what they want, but they're going to give the uh, Bethel Bison now the ball. First and 10, they'll start from the 35-yard line. So that kind of went directly out of bounds. It's running clock, so it's time to start the clock. In fact, Joel Taylor here on the near side just threw his arm out of the socket saying, hey, let's, let's crank the clock, boys, up here in the press box and here we go running clock now we'll stop for timeouts we'll stop after scoring plays but that is it so i'm scanning the field looking at numbers here so it looks like uh we do have lake stevens uh backup players across the board on defense so first and 10 for bethel from the 35 yard line igatol is the quarterback and they will run it around the left-hand side. A little opener there at the 45. Wills out to the 50. Gets into Lake Stevens territory. Dive forward all the way down to the 42-yard line. Yeah, the backups are in for Lake Stevens defensively. It's going to be a 25-yard gain for Wills all the way down to the Lake Stevens 40-yard line. So, big gain there of 25. It'll be first and 10 from the 40. Now for the Lakes, or excuse me, for the uh, Bethel Braves. No, the Bethel Bison. They were the Braves. 
Shotgun snap, back to pass. Play action, they throw it over the middle. Intercepted. Intercepted at the 45-yard line to 40. That is Egan Howard. Got the pick. Pick at the 35-yard line. And a pick. Intercepted down at the 40. It'll be first and 10 for Lake Stevens. So they gave up the big running play, but they made up for it by getting the pick. Yeah, and, and what you're going to see here, too, out of Lake Stevens coaches playing all these young guys, is they're going to have to do a lot more coaching this right. half, too. But, uh, you know, the other message I would have for my guys if I was Coach Try in that locker room is, hey, you older guys who have been such great mentors all year, it's your turn to stand on the sideline and cheer for those guys that have backed you up the whole entire game. So I want you engaged. I want you watching. I want you uh, encouraging these young guys that have waited uh, their turn all year to get out here and play. And they're coming out there now, first and ten for Lake Stevens. They'll start from the 40-yard line after the interception. Caden LaPlante, who played one series in the first half, is in at quarterback in the place of Colton Matson, who had six touchdowns. Yes, six touchdown passes in that first half. On a first and ten play, they'll run the football from the left side. Esteban Sedano on the carry is going to lose a couple of yards. Back to about the 37, 38 yard line. So a loss of two on the play on the running play by Sedano. So Jaden Lamar. He's done for the evening. Cassidy Bullock Banks, I can't imagine we'll see him again. You won't see this too much, Tom. But you got Jaden Lamar down there holding up dice cards. <laughs> they are. Yep. That's the way to keep them engaged and you, you gotta love it, right? Yeah, you got Redford down there and Lamar. Motion man on a second and twelve play. Sedano again is gonna get buried back at the thirty yard line. He kind of ran into his own blockers up front. And Sedano, they'll give him a loss of a couple of yards. Where they put it back? Loss of five on the play. They really pushed him back. He's back to the 33-yard line. Jamar Tassi comes up part of the stop department. Varela's down there holding up the cards, too. Who else is down there? Tegan Lawson. Third down and 17 yards to go. Shotgun snap, throw it right side. It's going to be complete. That screen pass up to the 35-40, 45-50 down the right side. Lewis all the way down to the 45-yard line of Bethel. Lewis on the little screen pass. We've seen that for years and years and years out here in Lake Stevens. And that time, the, the young kids that make it work right. Obviously, they can execute it, too. If you've been watching that play since you were in the junior, uh, when you, you were in elementary school, right? Yeah, I mean, that's something they probably teach in their youth football program. That's a... These kids were in elementary school when Jacob Eason was playing here. Oh, okay. That's a cheap shot. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, that's hey, you're true, not, you're, right? not, you're not getting any younger either. <laughs> no. From the 40, I'm older than you are. 47-yard line, first and 10, roll back the pass, being chased, now dumps it. It's going to be complete. Nice pass there, complete right at the line of scrimmage. And they got it to Trayton Hester. Trayton Hester hauls it in. Again, we're getting players that we have not seen play there, that little screen pass. Only gained one yard, though. You might have seen uh, Trayton Pester's dad play high school football. Really? Noah Pester played at uh, Linwood. He was a really good football player at Linwood. There you go. That, that's when you're starting to show the age is when we're when we're talking about the dads and the grandpas. <laughs> Who we saw play in person. Second down, nine yards to go. Waiting for the shotgun snap here is LaPlante. Now they've got to relax for a second. Now here's the snap. And they'll run the football. 
Sedano, Sedano will carry, get a couple of yards. Gets across the 45, really right to the 45 for a one-yard gain. Running clock, second half, 63-0. Lake Stevens with the lead over the Bethel Bison out of the South Puget Sound League. Loser out ball game winner awaits Sunday who they will play, when they will play, where they will play with the state committee from the WIAA, the final 16, and we head towards the Gridiron Classic the first week in December. From the 45-yard line, third down, eight yards to go. Ball the center of the field. Quarterback is Caden LaPlante out of the shotgun. Here is the snap. Here comes the blitz. He'll run the football, run the left-hand side. The 45-40 stays on his feet and gets ripped out of bounds at about the 37-yard line. May have enough for the first down. Yeah, it looks like he had enough there to get it. Yeah, you know, you're old, Tom. When I, about four years ago, I'm taking attendance. First day of school, and I'm going through the roll for the first time, and I call a kid's name, and I look, and so I'm right here. I look away to call the next name. He said, "Hey, you taught my mom." I said, "Okay, now I'm officially, I'm officially an old teacher." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Yeah, and he was, and he was a senior. <laughs> Nine yard gain, so it'll be first and ten for Lake Stevens. And now we're going to stop play here. It looks like we're going to have some kind of equipment problem on one of the uh, Bethel players. But most importantly, the clock is still ticking. Tick, 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 tick. Even with equipment problems, in fact, they're going to send him off. His shoulder pad is not inside the jersey. That's not legal. So they will make some personnel changes here. That was the back judge that saw that. And first and 10 from the 36-yard line. Ball to left hash mark. Here we go. LaPlante. Handoff. Sedano. Across the 35, down to the 34-yard line. Gained about two. And we get down to half Harrell on the sideline. Yeah, the, the running is hard enough when you're second and third team. But when you're facing dudes like Jay Martasi, 6'3", 290. Finley Fualefa, 6'6", 298. And Louis Philly Mawa. 5'11", 320. That's a lot of beef up front, guys. Yeah, they're big guys, Coach. They're going to be good in a couple of years. Yeah, when those guys uh, mature a little bit more and get a little stronger with those big bodies, they're going to be tough. So second down, eight yards to go. Coming up on four minutes to play in the third quarter. Shotgun snaps. Adano again tries to stiff arm a man. It won't work. He gets waylaid there. Cyrus House comes up and makes the stop. He lost a five-yard. He got... Yeah, yeah, well, House kind of held him up, and then Pula just kind of came and finished him off, cleaned him up. I think they're, everybody's a little frustrated out on the uh, field if you're uh, wearing white from Bethel. So it'll be third down, 14 yards to go. Uh, we'll call it 13 yards to go at the 39-yard line. And another little screen. LaPlante gets the snap here. Fake on the handoff, throws that screen. It's going to be complete. McMillan at the 35-30. Down, not enough for a first down yet. Now they're going to be about three yards short. Yeah, he got inside the 30, down to the 29-yard line. Needed to get to the 26, so it's a 10-yard game. It's going to be fourth down and about three yards to go here for Lake. They will go for it here, leading at 63 to nothing. Clock continues to run, running clock, second half. Flanders is probably saying to himself, this was a close game. They'd be running me out here maybe to kick a field goal. Right. Fourth and three 
from the 29. Shotgun snap, Sedano, who's going to get the first down or more. 25 20. Now the right side, stiff arm at the 15, and then kind of slides down to about the 13 yard line. See where they stop him. Dante Van Ampert on the uh, touchdown saving tackle there. Yeah. 15 yard gain, and it'll be a first down for Lake Stevens. They'll spot the football at the 14-yard line. Ball at the right hash mark. Three wideouts to the left on a first and 10 from the 14 for the Vikings. Shotgun snap. Sedano again. He'll go middle and squirt forward for a couple. Maybe three. Give him progress to about the 11-yard line. Coming up two minutes to go here in this third quarter. Running clock. More than 40 points second half, and we were at 40 points. It was 35-0 at the end of the first quarter. 63-0 is where we are now. That was the halftime score. And now threatening to put up a 70. Second down, seven yards to go from the 11-yard line for Lake Stevens. Moving from right to left. Sedano again gets carried. He kind of slipped up there. So no gain on the play. In fact, lose maybe a couple of inches. Brings up third down. And so we're going to say no gain. So it'll be third and seven coming up here for the Vikings. The ball of snap will be inside a minute to play in this third quarter. Running clock goes quickly. Ninth play of this drive. We've got a couple of drive-saving plays here. See if they've got one here. Third down and seven. And we're already inside a minute now. They haven't snapped the football. Still some time on the play clock. Here comes the snap. He's got it. He pumps, and he's going to keep it. He's going to run it. He's going to get the first down. He's going to dive forward. He's going to be short down to the one-yard line, but more importantly, he'll move the sticks, and that'll bring up a first down goal to go for Lake Stevens. And they're going to mark him actually at the two. So a nine-yard game on the play. And so it'll bring up now first down goal to go at the one. They do not have to run another play in the half, and so they won't. And we will, excuse me, in the third quarter. We'll come back. With the fourth quarter, 63-0, Lake Stevens leading Bethel. Back with more from Lake Stevens right here on KRKO. Tired of doing battle in the kitchen every night? Time to surrender and take the family to the Buzz Inn Steakhouse. The Buzz Inn is open for indoor dining with mouth-watering hand-cut Angus steaks, chicken, seafood, burgers, sandwiches, and all-day breakfast. Relax while the Buzz Inn takes on the hazardous cleanup duty. And with nine locations, there's a Buzz Inn near you. Check out the menu ahead of time at buzzinsteakhouse.com. Dine in or take out the Buzz Inn Steakhouse, where you always get a great deal on a great meal. Whether you're talking about a building or a sports team, the foundation has to be strong. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit Ready Mix have been a big part of so many strong foundations across the community, and they're not going anywhere. Concrete, sealants, aggregates, and so much more, supplying the best contractors around. Servicing the community for over four decades, Smoky Point Concrete believes in building teams and communities the old-fashioned way, the same way that has served us all for so many years. Proud to support local sports, Smoky Point Concrete, Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. KRKO 
Well, Coach Joel Vincent, there may be trouble in Old River City, right? Yeah, it seems that GP's in a little bit of trouble over there in Veterans. Uh, the report I've got is 342 left in the game. Glacier Peak trails Woodenville 22-19. Wow. See if the uh, Glacier Peak Grizzlies can mount a comeback against the Woodenville Falcons here. No comeback needed. It's 63-0 with Lake Stevens with the lead. Now they go to the first down goal to go at the two-yard line. So here come the Vikings out there trying to put up their 69th point of the game. Caden LaPlante, who took the place of Colton Matson, who will be our player of the game tonight. Standing in the shotgun. With Sedano to his left. Give it to Sedano, and he gets stacked up and brought down. Nowhere to go, nowhere to hide. And he's going to be a loss of four yards on the play. So put him all the way back to the six-yard line. Walefa and House in on, House has been on a lot of tackles here for the Bethel Bison tonight. Yeah, he'll have nothing to hang his head about. Absolutely not. The kids play hard. That's a long, silent bus ride all the way back to Spanaway. Yeah, yeah. Kids are pretty resilient. Yeah. It is the end of the year. You just played uh, what people, many people in the state think is the number one team in the state. So it's going to be second down goal to go at the six-yard line. Motion man through the formation. Give it to him. Tala Rye on the carry. Handoff number 18, Tala Rye. And there's nothing there. He's going to lose yardage. So they're going, they're kind of stuck in reverse here. So seven-yard loss back to the 13-yard line. It was first and goal for two, by the way. Now it's third and goal at the 13-yard line. Let me guess. Tunnel screen. I'm thinking some kind of screen. Because if you're Coach Try here, you're thinking, you know, two downs to score. Right. So if you could cut this in half or more. So third down goal to go at the 13-yard line for Lake. Laplante claps his hands. They'll give it to Sedano, and he will go nowhere. Somebody's head came off. I Actually, the helmet came off. I hope there's nobody's head inside of it. That came popping out of there. It'll be a yard gain, and that player's going to go off for for a play. And so no gain on the play. Is that what we said? So so we're going to call it no gain. So it's going to be fourth down, goal to go, again at the 13-yard line. Getting hairy. Yes. Veterans, 219 left. Glacier Peaks facing, facing fourth and one. Fourth and goal here. There's no mystery in this ball game. Tellerai around the right-hand side, turn, trying to turn the corner. He does, but he's only going to get inside the 10, down to about the eight-yard line. That was a fourth down and goal play, so that's going to turn it over yeah, on down. It'll be a four-yard game. Turn We're going to have an play. injured Lakes or Bethel player down there as they are going to stop play here for the injured player we will step aside with nine minutes and 15 seconds to play in the game 63 nothing Lake Stevens over Bethel back with more right after this timeout 
Glass by Lund, serving the greater Puget Sound area since 1967 with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality based on customer satisfaction. So the next time you're in need of window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, residential or commercial, why not call the place that has glass in their name? Glass by Lund. To schedule your free estimate, go to glassbylund.com. Well, it's just something we haven't seen in all of our years of watching high school football here. We're in the now the fourth quarter with a 63-0 lead for Lake Stevens over Bethel. The player, the injured player there, Michael McDaniel, kind of walking very gingerly off and ankle or lower leg injury of some description but he'll go off meanwhile the uh, Lake Stevens Vikings turned it over on downs and gave it back to the the Bethel Braves Bethel Bison I just, I'm getting tired at the end I, I was fine until we get get to the end of the game they were the Braves for a long, long time. So here we go. The Bison have it. First and 10 from the 20-yard line. Running clock with nine minutes to play in the game. Shotgun snap. Toss sweeper on the right-hand side. Gain of a couple out to about the 12-yard line. Wills on the carry. So that's a three-yard gain. So they um, have kept a couple of their starters in there. James Shipkey's out in at quarterback. So second down. Another update for you. Let's get it. On uh, fourth and one to go, GP fumbles. Woodenville recovers. 2.08 left to go. Wow, that's that's a that could be a bracket buster right there. Well, for us it is. For big time for us it is. Second down and eight yards to go. It's those Kinko teams. Here we've got a South Puget Sound League team. Bethel with it. Delayed handoff. Wills carries and nothing there. So I think we can put it right back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe even lose lose a yard. That'll bring up third and nine at the 11-yard line for Bethel. Now inside eight minutes of play. Running clock, 63, nothing score. Lake Stevens with a lead. No scoring in that third quarter. Colton Matson is going to be our Marysville Toyota. KRKL player of the game. And he hasn't played the second half. He's been down there playing catch and holding up play cards and everything else. Third down, nine yards to go. Shotgun snap here. Little toss, little double reverse, and they'll run it up the field. Kind of almost ran into his own man up the left hand side. Malo at 30, 35, and out to about the 38-yard line. Prince Malo on the uh, little razzle-bedazzle there, a little double reverse, little toss back. And that be a 26-yard gain and enough for a first down. I get a feeling we have a flag, but I don't see it. Yeah, we do. It's down here. Oh, okay. About the 20-yard line. Oh, we, okay, it is going to be offensive holding here against the Bethel Bison. Yeah, just 
right down here, it was behind a couple of players there, right at the 20-yard line as he turned that corner and really got that burst of energy. Look, Good-looking play, but maybe it worked so well because the uh, because of the hold. And mercifully, the clock does continue to run even as we're marching off the penalty here. We're down to six and a half minutes to play. Looks like we're going all the way back to the 10-yard line. That is where it will be. So it will be back to third and nine. Third down. 25-yard play nullified by the holding penalty on Bethel. So it will be third and nine at the 10-yard line about the left hash. As we mentioned earlier, the, most of the fans here from Lake Stevens have been looking at their phones since the second quarter. Here's a very high snap. He went, Wills gets it. He'll run the football up to 10 to the 15 and then gets hit at the 20-yard line. May have enough for a first down. It was a high snap. It went over the head of the quarterback who kind of volleyballed it up to the running back behind him. And then he ran out and got a first down. That's an 11-yard gain. One of the darndest things you'll ever see. So out to the 21-yard line. It'll be first and 10. Four. Are we getting a? Are we getting a final yet? Yes, we have a final. Okay. 22-19, Woodenville. Woodenville win the win over the over the Glacier Peak Grizzlies tonight at Veterans Memorial Stadium. Loser out. Glacier Peak. Some pundits were saying Lake Stevens and Glacier Peak to play in the state 4A championship. Give it to Wills around the right-hand side on the running play. Gets to the 20, to the 22. It's a lot of running, a lot of tackling. He's going to get about a one-yard game. Maybe just back to the line of scrimmage. So it is, yeah. We have a injured Bethel player down on the field. He's laid down at the uh, 20. Coach, concession stand, half-price pizza. Is that what they just announced? Yes. So they're helping the uh, player off. That's Wills, who's been their leading, their leading running back tonight. And so off to the uh, sideline he goes. They wind the clock with four and a half minutes to play. If you can't tell that we are in garbage time here and have been since that first quarter. That's a... If you remember, Bob Blackburn always talked about with a sort of garbage time. Yep. First time I ever heard that way back when. At the uh, kids, there used to be an NBA team in the uh, in Seattle. That's how far back that goes. And he was the first and a play-by-play guy that's name wasn't Calabro. It wasn't Calabro. Bob Blackburn. Second down, 10 yards to go. Another Here comes high reverse snap. Again. Here comes that reverse. It's a reverse halfback pass now. He puts it up into traffic. Got a man there. He's going to make the catch. 45 yard line to 50. Down that Prince all the way down to the Malo. Gets it all the way down to the 45 yard line. The double reverse halfback pass. Is that that? That well. Or just reverse the halfback pass. Doesn't matter. It's a halfback pass. It's a first down. Someone's the stick from the bottom cap and the marble. And a little backyard football going on here right now. Right. Go down to the the 66 Pontiac uh, run a button hook. That's right. Quinton Berry threw the ball. 
check it. Anthony Bono. Anthony Bono threw the ball off the halfback pass there for Bethel. Down to the 45-yard line, first and 10. And they, I thought there was a, a false start. But the uh, line judge is going to say defensive encroachment. So defensive encroachment against Lake Stevens. That'll give Bethel a free five yards. Makes it first and five at the 40. We're down to 245 to play in the game. Running clock from the 40-yard line. The question now is can Bethel put one on the scoreboard? Shotgun snap here. Toss around. Almost fumbled it. They had to go back and get it. By that time, the defense arrives. Philomawa on that that carry. It was kind of a high. He had to kind of da, 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 juggle it a couple of times. He lost of five yards on the play. Put it back to the 45-yard line. Let's go down to the field. Well, our, our player of the game there uh, has kind of turned into a cheerleader. Colton Matson was watching that with one of his teammates. And when they saw the recovery, they were just like, what? High-fiving for an awesome play. They're engaged in this one, and that was a heck of a circus for so it's going to be second down, 10 yards to go. We're inside two minutes of play in regulation time. From the 45-yard line, waiting for the shotgun snap. On a second and 10. Here it is, back to pass. Set up in the pocket, batted down. Batted down there by Ethan Bolu. Ethan Bolu there on the bat down. He just went up and just swatted it away and said, not tonight. Brings up third and 10 at the 45-yard line. Even with the incomplete pass, the clock continues to run. 63-0 score, minute 22 to play in the game. We've had no scoring in the second half, which is, you know what, just just fine. Just dandy. You don't need it. Don't need it at all. Just everybody gets out of here, and Lake Stevens will play next week. Most assuredly at home. Probably. Opponent and day and time to be determined. Probably as the number... One or two seed, you've got to think. Back to pass. Now looking, steps up in the pocket, kind of lofts it down into traffic and way out of bounds on that far side. About, down to about 45 seconds to go. And they'll probably need to run one more play. And the shutout will be complete. The shocker tonight, though, is Woodville defeats Glacier Peak 22-19. to this will be the 10th play of this drive coming up here. They'll get one more playoff at the 45-yard line. Fourth down. This will be the, unless they get the first down. But even then, I'm not sure they could get another playoff. Shotgun snap, back to pass. Looking downfield, throws it, going for a ton, putting it into traffic. It's going to be nearly intercepted. Almost intercepted downfield. That will be that. The ball game will draw to a close, and that will be the final score. 63 to nothing. You heard us right. 63 nothing, the final score. The Lake Stephen Vikings defeat the Bethel Bison. Post game show coming up. Colton Matson, our player of the game. We'll hear from him. We'll hear from Coach Tom Try as well. Stay with us. Post game show coming up here. 63 nothing. Lake Stevens over Bethel. Back after this on KRKO. The same radio station that brings you this game also wakes you up with Everest's greatest hits. Yeah, hi. And Tim Hunter is there to get you going. Yes, with I... With just the right mix of great songs from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. That's right. Everett's yeah. greatest hits. Yeah. Here's Tim. Wow, I thought he'd never... I'm sorry, Tim, but we're out of time. Hey, 
could have jumped in here. Tim Hunter. Like having a wacky friend in the car. Without actually having to be seen with him. Mornings on KRKO. Working with your own two hands to keep the industries in the Pacific Northwest moving forward. It's possible at Everett Engineering. Machining and fabrication services to make new and replacement parts for all industries. Everett Engineering supports the people, keeps the Puget Sound area growing, and now we are growing too. If you've got experience as a manual machinist, CNC programmer, or you're just interested in starting a career, find employment opportunities and benefits at everettengineering.com. Equal opportunity employer. Again, everettengineering.com. Snohomish PUD has been energizing life in our communities for over 70 years. That's why your PUD is a proud supporter of broadcasting Western Conference High School athletics in our community. Congratulations to our local student athletes for excelling in sports and academics. Your PUD offers several ways to help you save energy and lower your bill. The PUD offers instant rebates on energy-saving home improvements and special low prices on efficient home products. Check out snopud.com or visit marketplace.snopud.com for ways to save. Everyone has a smartphone these days, but did you know there are now smart copiers? Hi, this is Dave Schlosser from Electronic Business Machines in Everett. We have software solutions to make document organization easier, faster, and more cost-effective. Your copier and printer can do so much more than you're asking it to do. With our document organization solutions, you can store and access files and information with a touch of a button. Better and quicker access to the information you need means more productivity and less wasted time. We'll choose the right solution for your needs and come to your business and show you how to use it. Make your copier and printer perform to its fullest potential with help from electronic business machines. We are locally owned and operated. That means local dispatch, local part support, and faster response. If you want the highest level of service, sales, support, and the latest technology, see us at Electronic Business Machines in Everett. Call 425-742-2244 or visit us at ebmco.com. At Electronic Business Machines, your business is our business. This is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports and more. Welcome back live here on KRKO, the post-game show after today's loser-out, winner-to-state game. The Lake Stevens Vikings win it 63 to nothing over the Bethel Bison. Let's go right down to the field, and we've got the victorious head coach with Amp Harrell. Here's Tom Try and Amp. Absolutely, Coach Try, 63 to nothing. Congrats on a big win in the uh, first round of the playoffs. Thank you. Yeah, that was uh, kids played hard and executed really well tonight, and good way to start uh, the postseason off. Uh, did anything surprise you about uh, about the way this one played out? Uh, the weather was great. It cooperated immensely. We thought it was going to be pouring down rain and wind out of the start. Uh, we were able to throw the ball very effectively tonight. It doesn't surprise me, but uh, that's something we were working on all week, trying to be able to spread the ball around a little bit to a bunch of different receivers, and uh, thought we executed that really well. Obviously, with uh, the 63 points put up in the first half, going to be a lot of good offensive numbers. We're going to talk about Colton for sure. But uh, with the interceptions, with the solid special teams, I know there are some guys that we didn't talk about enough that you want to show some love to, right? Absolutely. Starting with our O-line. Our O-line's been just tremendous all year long. Uh, Grant Lynch has been a savvy veteran for us for three years, and he's been a stud. Uh, Ashton Henderson and Aaron Parker and 
Bryce Lezak and Mike Avery, they, they've just been solid for us up front all year and allowed Jaden and our, our backs to run the ball and we're able to throw the ball down the field uh, because of their protection. I'd like to start with that. Our special teams, McCray Flanders has been a great kickoff guy and just a great specialist for us all year too. And our, 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 our specials have been really – I thought last week against Glacier Peak was kind of a difference maker for us in that we had great field position every time we got the ball, and we buried them deep every time they got the ball. And I, that's been continuing tonight and pretty pretty consistent all year. So our, our special has been really effective, and we got to keep it that way so we can go find a way to win four more. Absolutely. And looking ahead, I know you want to celebrate this one. I know the boys want to celebrate this one. But uh, the announcement comes out on Sunday, right? The announcement comes out Sunday right around 11, uh, right before noon. Yeah, we're uh, hoping that we get a few home games uh, starting with next week, and we'll see what happens. Uh, any any ways you, you prepare uh, going to the weekend, or you let the boys have a little break? They get a little break. They'll get a text from me on Sunday afternoon once we know our opponent and we get uh, it up on Huddle, uh, which is our, our video uh, stream that we use. Uh, and then they'll start watching film a little bit on Sunday evening on their own, and then come in on monday on a normal monday and do our normal monday routine where we do our scouting report and watch film and talk about the good the bad and the ugly and try to fix the uglies and and uh praise the goods any final thoughts before i let you go coach uh just great night to be in lake stevens a lot of fun tonight absolutely coach enjoy it and uh i'm sure we'll talk down the road sounds good thank you Amp. all right back upstairs guys okay thanks very much amp harrell with our victorious head coach tom try Coach, is not much ugly you have to work on, is there? Or, or you, or you, then you have to start finding stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, you you will as a coach try to find a few things. I mean, you, you want your kids to know that there's still room to improve. Yep. Um, but, yeah, there will be a lot of good to talk about in this game, and, and uh, the emphasis really will be on whoever's next. Right. You know, after a game like this, yep. you're, you're not going to talk about this one very much, and you're going to get on to the next one. And Amp is still down talking with Coach Tom Try. He's going to turn around and say, oh, look, there's our player of the game, and it's Colton Matson, our Marysville Toyota player of the game. Let's go right back down to Amp. All right. Sorry about that. I was talking about uh, films with Coach. But uh, Colton Matson, our, our Marysville Toyota player of the game. And first things first, you weren't perfect in the first half. You missed one. How did that happen? Uh, it was it was a missed drop. I mean, it's fine. We bounced back later during the game, so it was all good. Our my receivers trust me, and they were totally fine with it. And they cooked me back up to speed. It was all good. <laughs> I love this. He's just laser focused, even in the post game. Uh, so take take me through that. I, I know that you don't exactly draw that up in the uh, in the dirt or, or cut that up in film that you're going to come out and dominate 62 to nothing. But how did it open up for you guys? Uh, we knew we needed to come out here with full intensity, playing at home. We knew the stands were going to be bumping. Uh, we just knew that we needed a it's, it's, it's state playoffs. So we just needed to do our thing, come out here with full intensity, uh, and just trust each other and just play just play together as a team. Talking with our Marysville Toyota player of the game, Colton Matson, And uh, uh, I so many different ways I can go with this one, but I know you want to recognize your, your linemen and your receivers for getting it done for you, right? Of course. I love those guys to death. They love me. They trust me. I trust them. Every day we get better and better. Uh, we just start building that chemistry every day, every week, every month. Uh, and and Coach and I were talking about Huddle. I'm, I'm guessing you're a film rat. Oh, I'm a film rat every day. I've, I've been watching film every day, every weekend, anytime that I can, anytime that i got free time during class, at home, during the night, anything, all the time. Absolutely. Now, I, I normally would ask about uh, college plans and things like that, but I have a feeling we're going to talk to you a few more times before that happens. Uh, how are you going to enjoy this win and then uh, get refocused on Sunday? 
Uh, celebrate with my team first. I mean, we gotta go. We just gotta go do something. I mean, we just got this big old dub, and we gotta go celebrate together. Sunday, we're gonna bounce back. We're gonna watch some film on the next week. Whoever's playing next week, and we're gonna focus on them. Get it dialed in next week, and hopefully get another W next week. Congratulations on the win, and we're going to need to get a picture with your uh, brand-new, fresh-off-the-presses uh, Marysville Toyota Player of the Game shirt. So if you could hold that up uh, for uh, uh, for Jay Pullen, and we can uh, get your picture taken with that. And uh, we'll send it back upstairs. Uh, my my thanks to Coach Try and to our Player of the Game. Thank you very much, Amp. Our Player of the Game is brought to you by Marysville Toyota. Brought to you by Marysville Toyota. One person, one prize, one hour. Experience the power of one at Marysville Toyota on Smoky Point Boulevard. And all players of the game receive a sweatshirt provided by Screen Printing Northwest. Trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. T-shirts, hoodies, and more. Start the process online, ScreenPrintingNW.com. Right now, let's hear from Marysville Toyota. All the team members at Marysville Toyota would like to send their congratulations to tonight's KRKO Marysville Toyota Player of the Game. They're honored to support all student-athletes in Snohomish County in the classroom and on the field of play. Work hard, play hard, and strive for excellence in all that you do. Again, congratulations to our player of the game and to all the athletes from the entire team at Marysville Toyota. Thank you, and thank you for making us proud. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Are you ready to vote November 8th? Here's a simple, quick, and secure way to register to vote. Visit VoteWA.gov on or before October 31st. That's V-O-T-E-W-A dot G-O-V. After Halloween, you can register in person at your local county elections office until 8 p.m. on Election Day, November 8th. But there's no need to wait. Avoid the delay and register today at VoteWA.gov. Sponsored by the Office of Secretary of State and aired in cooperation with the Washington State Association of Broadcasters and this station. Get the competitive edge in the job market with SlaterInsuranceSchool.com. Launch a new career with insurance classes live in person in Linwood or audit them on Zoom. Slater Insurance School also offers online self-study so you can learn at your own pace on your terms. And for existing insurance pros, Slater offers continuing education courses so you can stay on top of your requirements. Slater Insurance School. Change your career, change your life. SlaterInsuranceSchool.com. Rejuvenate your body and your mind at HRT and IV in Snohomish. A non-surgical facelift, microdermabrasion, medical weight loss, all available at HRT. Rehydrate or recover with an IV cocktail or relax with ear candling or holistic color therapy at HRT and IV on Airport Road in Snohomish. Book online, hrtiv.com. Hydration, weight loss, hormones, and now skincare and holistic therapy. Appointments available, hrtiv.com. Airport Road in Snohomish. HRTIV. Welcome back to Lake Stevens Stadium, where tonight the Lake Stevens Vikings all over the Bethel Bison final of 63 to nothing. The other shocker, we'll give you all the scores a little later, but the other shocker was Woodenville defeats Glacier Peak 
22 to 19. You lose tonight and you are done for the year, so the Glacier Peak Grizzlies will pack it in. We'll give you the other finals as they continue to roll in. We got done a little bit earlier here because of the running clock situation. Again, 63 to nothing. We go to Tornado Ted Beener, who has a look at the scoring. Well, Blake had eight possessions in the first half, and they scored on each of them. Brandon, let's let it roll. Quarterback is Colton Matson standing in the shotgun now with Jaden Lamar to his right. It's a second down and eight yards to go from their own 48-yard line. Give it to Jaden. Finds a hole right side, 50-45. Gets on the 40, 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. Touchdown from 52 yards away. Jaden Lamar, that's three plays and a score. That's it in the shotgun. Calls the signals. Rolls to the right. He's going to throw again. He throws it. It's going to be complete right side. Heading to Becker into the end zone. Becker found the pylon and then just kind of danced along the sideline and into the end zone. Touchdown, Lake Stevens. Cole Becker. So second and six, rolling out to pass over the left side. They're going to throw it in the end zone. Touchdown. Matson to Becker. Touchdown, Lake Stevens. Time now. They're going to go empty backfield with Lamar in motion out to the left. Back to pass is Matson throws into the end zone. That's a touchdown. That is Isaac Redford touchdown from nine yards away for the Lake Stevens Vikings. Isaac Redford a laser beam pass from Colton Matson. So Colton Matson stands in the shotgun. It's first and ten again from the twenty. The whole game's been played on this end of the field. Back to pass, screen, he dumps it screen. to screen to Lamar. Makes a catch of the twenty. Fifteen, ten. Finds a pylon into the corner. He's in for a touchdown. Touchdown, Lake Stevens from 20 yards away. Just that easy. He gave it to Jaden Lamar. He turns on the Jets and heads again to the end zone. And three receivers on the left side again in this play. That's the wide side of the field to the near side. Laplante out of the shotgun. Here's the snap. Give it to Jaden Lamar, looking for a See corner. Him. He does. 10-5. He can just walk into the end zone. Walk into the end zone for another touchdown. Cassidy Bolong Banks was they were kind of out for a long evening stroll. Bolong Banks was looking for someone to block. There, there was just nobody there. There weren't nobody there. First down and about 22 yards to go. Shotgun snap, rolling back to pass. Matson looks, fires across the body, across the field. Bolong Banks hauls it at the five, goes into the end zone. Nobody from Bethel anywhere near him. Touchdown, Lake Stevens. On, on a third down play, here's a little pass play to Becker into the end zone. Touchdown, Lake Stevens. After all of that, from 28 yards away, a quick strike after everybody's been standing around for 10 minutes. And Matson says, Let's go to the end zone, boys. And they do. It's a touchdown. It's 55 to nothing. An uh, amazing run of eight possessions, eight scores to give it uh, right at that point, 56 to nothing. I've got to highlight this. I was asked here in the booth about this. The shortest scoring play was nine seconds. The longest was two minutes, 19 seconds. The average scoring play was essentially one minute. That is absolutely amazing. As we talked about earlier, they were uh, they were playing a lot over in Bethel's uh, side of the field, and many of them were, sh- were short distance. So just as uh, we were getting to wrap up the first half, uh, you know, Isaac Redford came up with a pick six. First and ten from the 
19-yard line. Back to pass is Barnes. Looks over the middle, throws. It's going to be Redford. He's going to take it to the house. Plays the other guy. Reservations for six. Isaac Redford. Your table is ready. Touchdown, Lake Stevens on the interception return. And that gave Lake uh, a lead of 63 to nothing at the half. We had no scoring in the second half, so our final score, Lake Stevens, 63, Bethel, nothing. Tom, back to you. And we'll be going back to Ted here for the stats in just a couple of minutes. But right now, let's go to Mark Ockett, who was on the call out of Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish for a barn burner over at the vet. Isn't that right, Mark Ockett? Well, I'll tell you, Tom, it sure was. What a game it was as the final score in an upset, Woodenville 22, Glacier Peak 19. That is 22 to 19 as Woodenville just kept finding a way to hang into this one, and they ended up getting the job done as they just battled back and battled back and got opportunities. And uh, I'll tell you what, Glacier Peak led by a score of 6 to nothing. I mean, that's 7 to nothing at the end of the first quarter and then added another point or with the uh, touchdown to make it uh, a 13 to nothing and so the thing is they missed that extra point on the uh, second touchdown and then near the end of the first half Glacier Peak was going for a 27-yard field goal and it was blocked as Jeffrey Perrin got the football and returned it 89 yards, and suddenly it goes from possibly being a 16 to nothing game to a 13 to 7 game. Well, obviously that turned things around. Glacier Peak was able to get another touchdown in the second half to take it to 19 to 7. They went for two, did not get it. So obviously you look at three points not on the board at that point in time. Woodenville was able to come through with another touchdown in there, and then at the near the very end with 342 left. They were able to punch it in on a, a great pass from their uh, quarterback, and uh, that was uh, Woodenville coming through with their quarterback, Tyler Jones, who's a junior, connecting to Carson Ackerman, and he took it into the bank 45 yards out, 342 to go. Glacier Peak got the ball, got up across midfield, and then they had a fumble as Riverlean, an outstanding quarterback, but he lost the ball as he had it stripped away from him as they had a fourth and one to go. And then down he went. The ball went a different direction. Woodenville got it. They win it, 22 to 19. Glacier Peak finishes at eight and two, and two very tough losses to close out their season. And a stunned Glacier Peak crowd, obviously. Woodenville, which traditionally dyes their hair blonde, uh, the week of if they get into the postseason, they all had that taken care of, and they had a couple of great players out there. As it was just, you know, it, it was entertaining. No matter who won, it was incredibly entertaining for everybody in here is because you didn't know which way it was going to go a little bit different than what you witnessed tonight. It sounds like Lake Stevens just put a big pounding on Bethel, but Woodville moves on and Glacier Peak season is done. Okay. Thanks very much. Mark Ockett from veterans Memorial stadium in Snohomish and coach just an absolute shocker over there. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm shocked. And, you know, we talked about that whole Wesco Kinko thing and, and, you know, it, our, the history of the Wesco against Kinko just overall is, 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 something to be desired i mean i think the wesco has made strides and they've improved but uh, kinko has always kind of been the bane of the existence of wesco when it comes to football well you said during your career it seems like every time you're going to playoffs oh we're playing east lake yeah (laughs) yeah east lake uh two or three times i think and then we played isaquah once 
Um, and if it wasn't those guys, it was uh, Tahoma, it seemed like. So, right. But, uh, no, the, I mean, the Kinko is just a tough conference. And and generally when, when the conference is, is good, it's good top to bottom. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, they've got their youth programs cranked up there. I'm sure Woodenville, for example, has a, a really strong youth program. Skyline's got a great youth program. Bothell's got a great youth program. And that's really where it all starts. We saw it here tonight with Lake Stevens, and we've right. talked about that many times, just the strength of the Lake Stevens youth program. So, um, yeah, it's a tough one for Glacier Peak, and um, I'm sure there's a lot of disappointed kids and sad kids and sad coaches, and that's a, always a tough way to end the season. But, you know, the simple truth of the matter is, and I mentioned this last week, starting this week, everyone's going to finish with a loss except one team. Yep. And it won't be Lake Stevens this week because they went at 63 nothing over Bethel. We'll come back. Ted will have a look at the stats for this ball game as the rain now starts to fall. It held off for the game. Rain's starting to fall now as we head to the cars and head home. But we're going to take a look at the stats when we come back right here on KRKO. Demand is still high, so the only way to guarantee that you get a Polaris UTV or ATV is to pre-order with Premier Polaris of Monroe. Polaris expects this to be the norm for a while, so don't miss out on your chance to off-road on a new ride. Make your pre-order now and keep today's pricing with Premier Polaris. Get your existing Polaris tuned up at Premier Polaris. No appointments needed, so the fun doesn't stop this summer. But if you need a new Polaris, the only way to guarantee one is to pre-order now and lock in today's pricing. Premier Polaris in Monroe or PremierPolaris.com. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800 Law 0842. The law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-0842. At Marysville Toyota, there's a better way to buy your next car. It's called One. One price, one person, one hour. Our best upfront price is clearly posted on every vehicle. It takes all the guesswork out. We'll work with you from start to finish. No awkward handoff, no finance office. One person will work with you the entire time. And once you've selected what vehicle you want and how you want to pay for it, we'll do everything possible to get you on the road and on your way home in one hour. To experience the power of one, go to MarysvilleToyota.com. That's MarysvilleToyota.com. Do you have a car sitting around you want to get rid of? Then here's a great idea. Donate your car and help veterans and their families. Yes, one fast call to the Veteran Car Donation Program and we'll come and remove your car for free. Fast, free towing and 24-hour response. You can donate most cars, trucks, or SUVs in most conditions. The proceeds raised goes to help active military, veterans, and their families, and you get a tax deduction. All you need to do is make this free call. Get rid of that old car and help the vets. We make it easy. Make this free call now and book your fast and easy pickup. Call the Veteran Donation Program now. Donate your car and help veterans and their families. Operators are standing by. Here's the number. 800-296-1564. That's 800-296-1564. Final score, Lake Stevens 63, Bethel nothing. Lake Stevens will advance. The committee will decide over the weekend. They'll decide on Sunday. And usually, as Tom Try said, about noon or so, they start releasing who they play. 
who Lake Stevens will play, most assuredly they'll be coach a number one or a number two seed. So what translation is you'll be texting me at like 12.02, right? Here, here's the game we're doing next I, week, right? Just, I know. You, I lean on you. you got to just – you have those inside sources. Somehow that just gets shot out to you. So I'll just wait to hear from you uh, who Lake gets matched up with. We'll give you some other finals as they come in. They're starting to end now. A few more coming in. But right now we're going to take a look at all the numbers in this one as Lake Stevens gets a win, 63 nothing, and we go to Ted Wiener. Thanks, Tom. Well, let's take a look first at our player of the game. That is Colton Matson. All in the first half, he was 10 of 11, 165 yards, and six touchdowns. Now, who caught those passes? Let's go to Cole ba- uh, Becker. He had five catches, 96 yards, and had three of those touchdowns. Uh, Isaac Redford. He had a, a touchdown catch as well uh, and with three catches in all and 24 yards. And uh, another touchdown catch here was uh, Jaden Lamar, 20 yards uh, for, with just the one catch. Speaking of Jaden, let's take a look at his numbers on the ground. He had uh, nine carries for 101 yards, again, all in the first half, and that included two touchdowns. Uh, the other uh, ball carriers, uh, Esteban Cedeno, he had a lot of carries here in the second half. Uh, he was 10 carries, but he had a lot of them that went for losses, so he had a total of five yards on the ground there. Uh, Tahi Ra, he had two carries for a loss of three yards. Uh, Paul Varela, uh, he had one carry for two yards. Caden LaPlante, who played a lot in the second half, had two carries for a total of 18 yards. Colton Matson in the first half had one carry for 13 yards. And Cassidy Banks had one carry for no yards at all. Speaking of Caden LaPlante, uh, he uh, played a lot in the second half. He did have one series in the first half, but he was 4 or 5 for 44 yards. So through the air, a total of, uh, of uh, 100, excuse me, 209 yards, and on the ground, a total of 136 yards for 345 total yards for Lake Stevens here uh, this evening. For Bethel, well, it was a, a, a sad day with regards to total offense. Uh, Javon Wills was their leading uh, carrier. He had 12 carries for 46 yards. Elijah Pula had one carry for 13 yards. Samala Filamua had four carries, but he ended up with a loss of two overall. Uh, Roy Lockley had six carries, 11 yards. Uh, Prince Malo had one carry for 13 yards, and Evan Barnes, the quarterback, one carry for a loss of five. Speaking of Evan, uh, he was the starting quarterback tonight, uh, but he was 0 for 7 and had two interceptions that led to short fields and uh, resulted in Lake Stevens' touchdowns. We actually had three other players that were playing quarterback tonight. Uh, Vashon Itadol came in, but he immediately threw it an interception and was replaced by James Schmicke, who was 0 for 3 on his uh, pass attempts. But Anthony Bono, uh, he came in and had just one uh, fancy play that ended up with uh, the the lone uh, pass that was able to be caught, and it went for 34 yards, and uh, that was just a fun thing to watch there. So overall, it was 76 yards uh, total on the ground and uh, 34 yards through the air. And total yards there overall, well, that was 110 yards in all for Bethel. So, again, Bethel with 110 yards, Lake Stevens 345 total yards, and our final score, 
of Lake Stevens, 63, Bethel, nothing. Tom? We're going to give you the um, scores of other ball games and the finals we have coming up in the next, in our final segment coming up. But we will tell you that Arlington and Peninsula have moved to overtime down at Roy Anderson Field in Gig Harbor, 29-29, heading into overtime, Arlington and the Peninsula Seahawks. When we come back, we'll take a look at scores of other ball games. 63-0, Lake Stevens beats Bethel. Back with our final segment right here on KRKO. Tired of doing battle in the kitchen every night? Time to surrender and take the family to the Buzz Inn Steakhouse. The Buzz Inn is open for indoor dining with mouth-watering hand-cut Angus steaks, chicken, seafood, burgers, sandwiches, and all-day breakfast. Relax while a Buzz Inn takes on the hazardous cleanup duty. And with nine locations, there's a Buzz Inn near you. Check out the menu ahead of time at buzzinsteakhouse.com. Dine in or take out the Buzz Inn Steakhouse, where you always get a great deal on a great meal. Glass by Lund, serving the greater Puget Sound area since 1967 with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality based on customer satisfaction. So the next time you're in need of window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, residential or commercial, why not call the place that has glass in their name? Glass by Lund. To schedule your free estimate, go to glassbylund.com. Hey, you know what's great to see? Youth participating in programs that teach skills, social interactions, and leadership. The Boy Scouts of America Mount Baker Council provides just that. If you're looking to help fund adventure for youth in our communities and grab some fantastic items, including trips, signed Seahawks, Mariners, Star Wars, Marvel, and music memorabilia, plus camping items, jewelry, and more, then join us for the Mount Baker Council auction. Visit mountbakerbsa.org for more information. Locally owned businesses are a big part of our community. If you're a business owner, I'd be proud to protect what you've worked so hard to build here in Snohomish County. I'm Courtney Balza, your local country financial rep. I'll make sure you have the right coverage so you can protect what you have today and build for the future. I'll also give you quick personal support, whether you're filing a claim or asking a simple question. Just Google Courtney Balza, country financial, to get in touch with me today. Commercial insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. 63-0 Lake Stevens over Bethel here at Lake Stevens tonight. Take a look at the scores of other ball games. 22-19, Woodenville defeats Glacier Peak, so the Woodenville uh, Falcons will move on. Glacier Peak Grizzlies, they're done for the year. Monroe beat Liberty 35-21. And, Coach, you thought maybe Liberty may have a chance with the Monroe, but the Bearcats come through. Yeah, they hung with them, you know. But, uh, yeah, that, that game when I looked at the, the – comparative records i went you know that might be spell trouble for monroe but i'm glad to see that a wesco team got it done so the bearcats will advance the panthers will not bellevue wolverines 53 snohomish 12 kind of expected in that one it was o'day over edmonds woodway 56 to 20 kind of expected that that was at five o'clock down at seattle memorial stadium as we mentioned arlington and peninsula heading to overtime now all tied at 29 all Stanwood beat Lakes 28-20. The Spartans get the win. Yeah, good. I like it. And we mentioned that with Bellevue, if they win, and Stanwood, if the RPIs all matched up, mm-hmm. it could be Bellevue against Stanwood. Right, and there's a couple interesting uh, links here, right? So you've got uh, uh, Stanwood coached by a former Bellevue assistant right, who has a son who plays for Bellevue. So he'll be coaching against his son in that game if it were to happen. If that were to happen. We do have a final that has now come in. The Peninsula Seahawks beat the Arlington Eagles final of 35-29. to So in overtime, 
the um, Arlington Eagles will go down. Uh, Ferndale was leading Seattle Prep. The last score we had was at the half, 21 to 7. The rain is really coming down in just waves now. Out Sideways. Here. I'm glad they got the game. The, the, in. the flag is now flying very stiff. Yeah. It was just not doing that earlier, and it just in the last 10 minutes. You know the, who the happiest guy of the crew is? Amp. Oh, yeah. He's already our, out of here. Our man. Amp. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to walk to the truck. Look at that. Look at that rain come down. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just absolutely coming down in waves and sheets here at Lake Stevens. I think they're starting to gather the animals two by two, so I'll yeah, hurry up and the, give the these. The wipers scores. will be on high going home. <laughs> That's right. Uh, another final, Shortcrest beat Marysville Getchell. These are non-playoff games, 29-20. Lakewood beat Oak Harbor 14-12. It was Motley Harris over Meadowdale 33-6. Burlington Edison beat Everett 42-7. Sultan over Bellingham. 28 to 6. Before they start building an arc, we'll remind you tonight's game broadcast under rights granted by the Western Conference and the Northwest District One solely for the private, non commercial use of our audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the Western Conference, KRKO Radio is prohibited. Tonight's game is produced in studio by Brandon Hamilton. We will be back with you next week. We don't know who, we don't know when, but we will know by Sunday as to what the further playoffs will be in high school football. Reminder, the Everett Silvertips, who got the win tonight, 5-3 over Saskatoon. And the Silvertips will play tomorrow night at Prince Albert. 5.30 pregame show, 6.05 is the faceoff right here on KRKL. Thanks to our spotter, Jay Pulliam, our statistician, Ted Beener. And reporting from Snohomish tonight was Mark Aka. Tonight's game brought to you by GSR Rental and Monroe, Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, Glass by Lund, the Snohomish County PUD. Everett Engineering, Marysville Toyota, Northwest Plus Credit Union, Smoky Point Concrete, the Buzz In Steakhouse, Community Transit, the Law Office of Russell and Hill, Mike Dixon, Farmers Insurance, Screen Printing Northwest, and by Bihar's Furniture. Now for Joel Vincent and Amp Harrell, I'm Tom Lafferty reminding you of tonight's final score from Lake Stevens Stadium. It was the Lake Stevens Vikings 63, the Bethel Bison nothing. Good night, everybody. Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall They didn't let just anybody in that club Took every ounce of heart and sweat and blood To get the way those game day jerseys down the hall Kings of the school, man, where the boys are fall. Well, let's turn and face the stars and stripes. It's batting back them butterflies. It's calling in the air all around. Yes, sir, we want the ball. And it's not.
KR-KO-Everett, K237-GN-AM-1380, and FM-95-3. Your music. James Taylor, Chicago. Beatles. Huey Lewis. Now, more of Everett's greatest hits. K-R-K-O. 